live. There it is. And we are. We are live. We are live. Sabaha, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. Um, it is episode 35. I, I got to remember these numbers. Um, and it is the last Saturday of August, believe it or not. We are almost at September. And uh, obviously, as you guys can see right there, we have with us Max Weinbach, uh, the infamous, the notorious, the famous. Call him whatever you want. It's Max. You know, that's how I know him. I've yeah. known him for a long time. So, you know, Max Max and I go way back uh, from XDA and stuff like that. So it's not, I've known him for much, much longer. How, how are you, sir? How are you, How's your morning so far? Uh, my morning's been pretty good. I'm doing well. Yeah. Now, just for everybody's uh, kind of uh, reference, uh, Max is on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. So obviously it is morning for me, but it is uh, pretty much lunchtime for him. Uh, yes, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is always fun to have uh, different time zones type of a uh, conversation. And uh, Max uh, has graced us with some of his time. And the reason today we're starting a little early is uh, Max has a hard cutoff at about, about an hour from now. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to see as much, you know, get as much of his time and, of course, go through some of the questions. Uh, and I'll give you guys some some time to start up. But uh, first thing, Max, I'm noticing something a little bit different. This isn't the regular bedroom. Did did you just move? I did. I just moved into uh, my dorm because I'm now in college. Congratulations, man! Thank hey, you. I, I see uh, I see some sport equipment in the back. I, I'm not even going to try to say what that is. That um, would be lacrosse. That's my roommate stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, well, congrats, man. Like I said, I mean, I remember Thank last you. year you were graduating and I saw some of the posts that you were talking about, you know, uh, graduations and stuff that this is yeah. a very different year for everybody. Sorry. I'm not finding a match in your contacts. And, uh, and, and, and Google can't <laughs> find you in my contacts. So. Thank you. Cancel. Just doing my job. Good old on Google. That, on th I, I didn't even say, hey, I didn't say any of that stuff either way. Um, Welcome to the chat. We have a whole bunch of people that are jumping in. Jim is in there. Um, we have Ryan, of course, David Burns. Uh, we have uh, Greg is also in the, in the chat as well. And of course, you know, as people are starting to start up, it is a little earlier. I do realize that and I do apologize. Um, but it, we we had some time constraints. But I, I don't I don't want to waste too much time. I definitely want to jump into um, the hottest topic of this week, uh, and hopefully we'll also talk a little bit more about the topic for next week, is the Microsoft Surface Duo, which is, uh, yes, <laughs> uh, by far one of the very much 2020s unique tech. Uh, yeah. Nothing like it on the market right now in the sense of the, I mean, the, we've seen dual displays before, but this is to a next level. This is a Surface. Um, and I noticed, it, so is that a skin on it or is that just? Yeah, no, the, it's normally white. It only comes in white. Dbrand sent me some skins for it because it, it looks really good in different colors. Because why not, right? Yeah. Uh, and with the bumper case that you got on there, which, so is the bumper case part of the package? Is that something yeah. that people should expect if, they, if they're buying it, they'll get a bumper case with it? Yep, yeah, the, it comes with the white bumper case, but you're able to buy any, a bumper case to match any of the signature surface colors, which is like, Dark blue, red. I think there's a gold, and you can get those to match up. I I'm liking it. I'm I'm liking the the fact that they at least include include some type of a case, a protective case, kind of like uh, yeah. Samsung did with the with the Z Flip. You know, the first generation of yeah. Z Flip. They included a case in there, which is nice. Um, so I know I realize, and I, and I'll go kind of like just I don't want to make it obviously sound like we're going to try to cover or touch on software. There is a known. Um, 
uh, basically for the most part, all we can talk about obviously is hardware uh, and more of just usability, the, the functional power part of the yeah. hardware side. Um, and, and for that, I do have a separate uh, little bit of teasers and some of the stuff that uh, Microsoft did put out as a video. Uh, but I'll have to ask since you, I, I know you've used the, um, I want to say the V60 and the Velvet, or did you play with yep, the Velvet? I, I've used V50, G8X, V60, and Velvet. Okay, so you, you've covered all of the LG dual screen devices. That's for the yeah. for the guys in the comments in the chat. Um, Marilyn's in the comment as well. And I see a lot of our friends are jumping in, Ernie as well. Um, can can we talk a little bit about the mechanism as far as the, obviously the, the comparison between the three? Um, do they compare? Are they even remotely the same? Or is it just something very different when, when, I don't when think we're talking so. about? Because LG designed it as a phone first, and then the case was just the second thought. Like, we want a yeah. phone, but we also want the second screen on there. Exactly. Or have this, it as an option. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, very different, obviously. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, I saw a tweet from John Redinger mentioning that he actually puts it in his pocket with the screens out. That is an interesting concept, uh, which is something that I don't think most people would do, even with the LG case, even though you can fold it all the way. Yeah. I don't know if anybody would ever put the screens out, but um, is the glass on both sides the same material? Is it exactly yeah. the same? Or? So, yeah. So it's glass on both sides. So mm -hmm. when it unfolds, I have a skin on it, of course, but it's glass oh, it's on these yeah. side and this. So no matter how you have it, there's still glass facing out. Mm -hmm. It's more, you'll probably scratch the display glass, but not a huge deal. Well, I'm just gonna. Ask, I was gonna say, Max. Well, you've seen my phone. I was gonna say, we've seen the phones. I've, I've seen you've, you've, yeah. I've, I've had cringe moments with some of the tweets he's put out with phones, but, um, you know, it's if it's if there's a way to test it, if there's a way to test the durability, I think it, it's in the right hands, my friend. I think if, if it survives the, you know, the Max Weinbach uh, carry on and in usability, and I think. Uh, that that tells a lot, and I think a lot of us would appreciate knowing that kind of you know obviously experience on this. Yeah. Um, so I saw that you did a couple of a uh, couple of videos on that. One of them was on XCA, and then the other one was I think on your Instagram live where you did a Q and A kind of thing. Yep. And I like that. I actually like the uh, that initial conversation that you had with everybody because you got it. Uh, it's live. It's spontaneous. It's kind of like where where I want to kind of see if uh, we're able to talk about some stuff. Like I said, hardware only. It is pretty much well known. Uh, and the software will be coming out. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think um, some stores may start showing some of these hardwares uh, as basically like try to be able to try if you want to be able to yep. check it out at certain stores. So uh, I'm sure you guys are probably seeing some of those things coming on. Um, Let's do, hold on, Max got, um, I like this one. So Max has more phones than some retailers. Yep. That is true. That, that's I think a fact. you probably do too. I I think it's a, from a competition standpoint, I feel like you probably may, may be above there. I, I think you're, uh, I, I think may have some older phones. Yours are definitely more on the newer side. Yeah, uh, I like and, the new uh, things. Uh, well, you know what? That's the fun part, right? It, you get a chance to try some new stuff and, and you get it. You're actually able to, you know, impart this experience to other people, which I feel like it's a good experience because um, you can't really one person is very it's almost impossible for one person to buy all this hardware. Right. It's just yeah. almost just. Yeah. You'd, you'd be bankrupt sitting in a God knows where um, in a dorm. <laughs> in a dorm. <laughs> True, but you know you're working yeah. towards something better, right? Um, yeah. And of course, Sean has got two of XDA's best. I appreciate it, but I always you. appreciate it. Yes, no, definitely. Um, so, if you guys, obviously, for for everybody in the, and I'm throwing this, obviously, most of you guys know um, Max and I go from you know we know each other from XDA. Um, actually, last year at the Note launch event, which was roughly around this time, 
um, uh, Max and I got a chance to hang out and unpacked in Brooklyn. Um, and uh, that was actually the first time Max and I kind of had a chance to hang out, hang out, because we, for the most part, we always yeah. communicated online. So it was always uh, really nice to, to hang out with them. And I think you were showing me your uh, first generation Xperia at the time, which oh, I really yeah. love. And, um, and now... Well, because of that, actually, I started really, you know, delving into the Xperia line, and that's why we kind of like, you know, the Xperia One Mark II and all the other Xperias, and yeah. we're starting to see some rumors. But uh, I guess maybe from the things that you've experienced within the last couple of days, hardware-wise, um, what would you say is kind of like if there's an initial impressions of that? Uh, do you feel like it's it's holding up well? Uh, the mechanism, especially in with your use case and what you normally do. Um, do you feel like the hinge, the way this hinge is, is is it something that works better for you? Or or do you feel like you prefer something more like the LG style or even with the fold? Because technically you've had you have the fold, the first generation I do. fold. I've I, had it since release. Yes. And I'm 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 I am i am i am bad. I, I bought it twice and sold it twice. But <laughs> um yes. So uh but how does it feel actually comparing the, to the to the uh, to the Galaxy Fold, the first generation, um from an opening and closing mechanism? Do does it have magnets when you close? I think so, because uh you can connect like a pen to it. If you have a surface pen, mm -hmm. it will magnetically stick. It doesn't really do it with the bumper too well, but it sticks. So I think oh. there's a magnet in there. Okay, but does it, it like when you're opening it physically, the me mechanism does it actually uh, does it feel like it's clamping shut? Because the fold has a ma has magnets, right? So when you close it, shut. it stays. Okay, it just feels like there's a lot of tension in the hinge. So no mm -hmm. matter where you fold it, it feels like nice, and it's not gonna, you know, it's not it's going like in. Kind of, you have it's to force it. Yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. But so, okay, that's good. Um, and it it's always, by always far the best hinge. By far the best hinge on any phone. I'm hoping. I'm really, really hoping that the Z Fold Two has the improvements in the in the hinge that they're talking about. It has it some some um, of that. Yeah, it's the Z Fold Two hinge is basically the uh, Z Flip hinge that they had announced it at Unpacked Part One. They oh, just okay. Yeah, they took all the good parts of the Z Flip hinge and put it into the Fold Two. So good, good. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Actually, so speaking of which, which we'll kind of do a little bit of jumping back and forth. Um, I do want to say first, obviously, thank you very much to Gary, the fireman, big supporter of the channel. Thank you very much for the super sticker. Always showing some support and love. Um, I do wanted to double check with the uh, the stuff that's coming up with the with the Z Fold Two. Obviously, Samsung's doing it differently this year, right? They're doing a second yeah. unpacked. It's weird right i mean they, they really told weird. us that, yeah like we had a first unpack back in you know in was it february we went to it that was the other time max and i yeah. got a chance to hang out and um and of course that's when we saw the first z flip that we just mentioned but now we're having a second unpack for specifically this the the z fold 2 the the very unique name now um We've seen some leaks. It went up for a pre-order for a couple of uh, maybe a few hours up in the UK. Um, and unfortunately, it was only showing UK pricing, so there was no conversion there. We don't really know specifically in the US. Um, are you? So you're one of the very few people that I know that have have used the Z Flip. Sorry, the Fold and the Z Flip. Yeah. But that appreciate what the Fold offers. Like you've used it. You like the actual hardware. Um, yeah, definitely. Are you excited about the second generation, or do you feel like you know there isn't much from what we've seen in the leaks of these and things? Do you feel like there's enough of an improvement that front-facing display was that was ever ever a, an issue or concern for you, as it was for me? That's the only reason why I'm asking. I have no issues with the current fold. I think it's really good, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I don't think the improvements on the fold two are well needed. Okay. Definitely are. Bigger front screen is definitely needed. The better hinge is needed. The better internal display is needed. The ultra thin glass is needed. 
Yep. Like it's all that stuff. It, it's a lot of, so for me was the, the big part about it. I felt like at the time is that I always had to open it to use it. Right. Which it is part of the magic. And I say magic, but the reality is it's, it's the enjoyable, the enjoyable part of the, using the fold is the ability of opening it up. The, the duo does take set to the next level. It pretty much takes what the Z flip was and gives us a fold format with a better hinge, but you have to open the device to use it. Um, now, the fact is that we don't have a phone other than the Fold to reference a device that has an, an external, at least from Samsung and Microsoft, that has an external display that is usable. Do you see yourself or do you use the external display as much as as a, as a normal phone or do you always open up your Fold? I will basically always open the Fold. It's never yeah. really an issue for me. But I mean, having the larger external display, I think I'll probably use it more now. I mean, mm -hmm. not 100% certain. I don't have the phone yet, of course. But I'd well, imagine I'd probably use it more. Absolutely, and and, and I think um, we pr Samsung pretty much mentioned that the pre-orders will go up on Monday, uh, or not Monday uh, on, two, those, uh, on the first. Do you want the actual time and day? Um, I don't. Does it has it been announced officially, or can officially, we share? Officially, no. But uh, when has anything ever been official with me? <laughs> I was going to say I, I, that's why I'm at one p.m. Western. A.M. or p.m. Uh, nine oh one p.m. Western on the first. Oh. So midnight, well, midnight in a minute, my time. Okay, so it, you're pretty much going to be, if you're looking for the fold and you're looking to put it in order, it's going to be 9.01 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So our time here in San, San, San Francisco, <laughs> California. Um, and it'll be midnight, uh, my, Max's time. Uh, yep. So it it definitely, it. so we, we kind of saw a lot of information about on, on that part. But the thing about it is they did mention at the, I think the first unpack for the note that they were going to, you know, the more information will be coming on the first and pre-orders will start on the first. So, which is, they're holding yeah. to their truth. Um, is there something in the Galaxy Fold 2 that is exciting you? Like, is there something that you're looking forward to? I understand that you have the first generation you use it, but I mean, is there a specific one feature that you're like, wow, this is something... Like I can't believe they did that because I've seen some leaks talking about a, a like a, an improvement on the display on the inside, not just the material with the glass covering, but actually the panel itself. Um, I, have you yeah. seen? Have you heard about those? The uh, the improvements in the uh, like potentially 120 hertz refresh rate. So I had for a launch article because of course XDA and whatnot. I wrote up everything new coming, expecting Samsung to announce it on day of unpacked. So okay. I have a full launch article with all the specs, all the features and everything, because I thought they were announcing it that day. And I keep going through all the leaks of Roland, you know, Roland mm -hmm. Font, he always gets his really accurate stuff. He posted the official stuff yesterday. And yeah, but basically it's a 120 hertz display with the ultra thin glass and everything on the inside and 60 hertz on the outside. And I, the only thing I care about of all of that is flex mode. I like being able to just lock the hinge in different areas. I'm, I'm there's so that's the thing they, they've learned from for the first generation. And um, the only reason why I kind of pointed at that for you, because I saw you responding to a tweet on, on, on Twitter with the comment, because uh, somebody was asking, can you use the QHD and the 120 at the same time? And um, yeah. I'll let you answer the question since you answered it before on Twitter. Is that possible? Is that something? Yes, because it's like, so when I was doing the math on the, if we go note 20 ultra here, it's mm -hmm. pushing maybe 4 million pixels. If you were to go up to QHD, it would be about 6 million. On mm -hmm. the full 2, it would be about 5 million. So I guess there's ah. that little area there. So you can run full 2 at max res 120 hertz. Oh, man. Okay. I, I cannot wait. Um, if anything, at least I know I'm... So I was always on the fence between the two. So the the 
the duo for me, and, and since you have kind of like both of them right now, you're playing with both of them. Obviously, I'll, I'll check back with you a little bit later on with with the duo because I feel like you need more time. You need you just got yeah. the device. Obviously, you know nobody's ready to review anything. Nobody's really talking. Um, it's not even a fi uh, available yet. I think even for pre-orders, uh, I think those are not going to come out till the 13th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, pre-orders started, but I don't think the phone's available till like the 10th. Uh, the I 10th meant that. I meant the shipments. Sorry. Uh, oh God. Yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the pre-orders were started, but it was around the tenth or the thirteenth that they were going to start it uh, be available. Um, and I think one of our uh, one of our followers here, uh, Sam, Sam from across the podcast, um, and I think he's ordering one as well. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that are very excited about the hardware. Um, I wanted to try it first. That was really where I wanted to be. I wanted to be kind of like I want to try it. I want to see how it is. And now that we know that uh, Best Buy has it as a, a display unit, that you're able to go check it out. Um, Surprising though, from the pictures I saw on Best Buy, it looks like the mechanism that it's holding the charging port is a little bit thicker. Is it not using USB-C? Can you talk it's about the ports? It's USB-C. Okay. Um, can we talk that uh, if it, it, they're basically just cameras on the inside, right? Is it on one There's panel? A single, so all the specs are public. That's not an issue. Yeah, that was so, uh, It's a single 12, uh, sorry, 11 megapixel camera on the inside and then there's a flash. So cameras there. And flash oh, there. Okay, so uh, I'm assuming then. Okay, so essentially, your entire experience—it's the smart way of doing it with a tablet, right? Where they don't yeah. really, nobody really cares for a back camera on a tablet. You only want to—it's face type of you know video chat and stuff. And yeah. if you do need to use it on the other side, I'm imagining folding it on the other side, and then your camera yeah. becomes on the other end. It self-explanatory. It, you know, it's it's assumptions on my end. Uh, but I do want to do real quick a quick video. I just uh, they do have a video from uh, from Microsoft online of some of the features that they were going to be uh, make make available here. So let's go ahead and share that real quick, and then I want to get your reaction on um, our, what's what's your favorite thing that you're looking forward to try on your device. Again, without specifically talking software, it's more about anticipation. Yeah. So let's do this real quick here, and if I do this correctly, we're going to share screen. And oh yeah, it works, dude. I'm hoping the audio comes through, which I don't think it is. No, no, sadly. But uh, so we can see here the SIM tray, the power button, and the volume rock are sitting on the right. And this is the beautiful picture that that showing the internals, the mechanisms, the chipset, and of course the loading screen. This. Yeah. Oh my God, that that's what I want to try. I want to see how it looks. Just the touching, the interface. Um, just the, <laughs> the Play Store and that, that one gesture right there, that throw into multi-screen. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man. And then, of course, scrolling through. And and, and some of this stuff, obviously, it's been rendered, and they, they do explain that in the video. Two apps yep. at once, dual modes, and I love that they have prepared ones. Oh, man. And I, I really hope that the the final product, I mean, when software and everything kind of gets, you know, we'll get all of these customizations. And it, um, so the weird part is, I can hear the music. <laughs> you guys are not missing much. It's just also we saw the pen input on both on the right side. Yep. And um, it oh does man, pen. yeah. Does it come with the pen, by the way? No, not in the box. You have to get it separately. And it's, so you said it'll, it'll go with like the standard Microsoft Surface Pen, like even yeah. the one that comes with the Surface laptop? Yep. Oh, wow. Because I can see, okay, so she's writing on both playing Microsoft games, ah, tent mode and keyboard mode. Oh, man. Book, Instagram. 
Wait, hold on. Did Instagram actually, did I see that Instagram was formatted correctly? See, like when she jumps into the reading book, that looks like Instagram was feeding right. And then for phone calls, you have to switch it over. I don't know why we're doing Alva. Okay. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. The, the I would say that's like the best part that I'm actually very excited about. Yeah. And let's go ahead and jump back into Zoom. And uh, by the way, guys, I, I learned something very new today on uh, on StreamYard. If you guys, especially for Sam and Matt, if you guys have used this in the past, uh, check this out where you're you're able to actually switch the people. <laughs> Didn't realize it was an option, but now I can actually switch Max and I both right and left so we can always make sure. Um, of all the features that I saw, I have to say the, the gesture functionality between both displays is what's exciting me the most. Uh, the ability of not only just literally moving something across, but like moving it and expanding it. It's kind of like, literally, they're bringing in windows into a dual screen display. Um, some of the stuff that we saw here, I mean, with the things that you've seen um, on, on the, in the video with the new stuff that's coming on, um, are, are these things the, the excited stuff that you, you know, that got you going for this? And obviously, since you have the ability of playing with it, are those things, some of the, the things in there that are exciting for you? Um, is there something specific that stands out to you that you like the most that you'd like to be able to try on a, on a device like this? So when I was uh, watching the Panos briefing, the media briefing, which they did upload to YouTube, so anyone can mm -hmm. go and watch that now. Um, I have to say, the most interesting things were just the gestures and how smooth and how great everything looked when you were uh, when he was using it. Mm -hmm. It was just it 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 looks so good. Absolutely, so it, good. It, um, I remember from the first time that I saw the video with Matt, with um, I think it was at MKBHD when he was uh, when they were looking at the prototypes, like the early prototypes of the, of yeah. the unit, um, and the fact that we were always kind of like you know wondering like how the battery is going to be and how how things are. Um, speaking of which, actually, does it have wireless charging or does it support no. wireless charging? Okay, so it's wire charging, eight fifty five, twelve meg megapixel, uh, and then. Um, the displays that we have here are identical, right? There's yep. no difference in okay. exact same display, but only one of them has uh, actually didn't. Okay, so I, I was going to ask a question that you would you would have had to actually confirm it. Um, I do want to mention just real quick. Somebody's in the comments asking, "It's like Max, why don't you just turn it on? Uh, you know, <laughs> power it up, Max." Uh, I can't. The the you so Max can use it. Max can experience it. That's on their end. But unfortunately, currently nobody can share any content from it. I can tell you that again. If you're if you're in the U.S. and if you'd like to be able to see what it feels like, um, you could definitely head head down to your local Best Buy store if they have a unit on display and you could see it for yourself. And I think that's some of the videos that you're going to start seeing pop it up on the internet. Um, I'm still excited for it. I realize also we want to mention a lot to a lot of people is the hardware that Max has right now is pre-production hardware. It's pre-release, pre-release software. Everything that anything that they have right now is primarily um, for them to get access to, to get ready, so that they're able to share things with us in the near future. And I think that's partially what Microsoft's doing right now. And I feel like there's why, like where people want to ask more information. Um, but uh so we can't talk about that. <laughs> so many questions I want to ask you right now, Max. So many questions. Um, I, uh, I know. <laughs> There's so many things I want to say about it. This is so much stuff. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we'll actually, let's go ahead and flip over real quick to the Z Fold 2. So we talked about the fact that it is on September 1st in the afternoon. Yep. Um, I'm seeing some stuff. Obviously, when I looked at the UK site, it seems like there's two colors that are going to be coming out. Um, yep. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was I think it seems like it's about 100 pounds cheaper on the UK site, which could potentially translate into 
maybe hopefully a slightly cheaper Fold 2? Is that possible? Do you think Samsung can, is is now possible? No. No, no Samsung won't do so that. I don't want to say official pricing, but uh, official pricing is out there. It has been mentioned a few times by a few people. Okay. But uh, you have to remember, the UK version of it isn't going to have millimeter wave. And millimeter oh, wave right. is about 100 bucks. So if theirs is $100 cheaper, ours is probably going to be the same. So there's a good chance that more than likely it'll be closer to what it was in the first time either way. Um, I would. Okay. So to put it simply, uh, look at the difference in pricing between the flip 5G and the flip. Mm -hmm. And look what they did with the, the funky numbers. And then look at the fold funky numbers and make them unfunky. <laughs> That's a weird way of saying it. But like, <laughs> it's the best hint I can give. I know okay. Nils was uh, mentioning the actual pricing. I, I saw, yeah, I know. And uh, so since it's not confirmed, or I'm just going to mention it here just yeah. in case you guys want to see, it's about, so it's a little, like literally 19 bucks more. If yeah. I'm reading this correctly, it's 19 bucks more than the last one, which from what they've improved, uh, and thanks for, for, the, for the comment there, Nils. Um, I'll say this. If... If the improvements on the technology that we saw with the display, if the fact, well, not if, it is a fact that the front-facing display is actually a display. It's a full-size phone. Um, you and I had a conversation last year around the time when the Fold was coming out. And I think I mentioned to you and I said that I was still favoring the Huawei Mate X. Yep. Um, and I was because I had a chance to play with it last year when I was in Shenzhen. And I, I honestly, there's one, the only way I can say this is, it had a functional display. It had a P30 Pro on the front, meaning I had if I wanted to use a tablet, I can open it up and I can enjoy it there. But if I didn't want to, if I just want to check my notifications, I can open it up, do everything I want to do on the front, and then be done with it, which I feel like that's the versatility that I lacked with the Fold. Um, I loved having the Fold. Once you once I got the Fold, by the way, when and thank you for the pressure and, and all the recommendation. Of course. Uh, uh, Max and I went back a lot, back and forth a lot on this, and um, it was because of Max that I decided to go and, and actually find an unlocked fold. It was impossible to find on launch. It was just crazy oh, yeah. here in LA. Um, I'm glad I pressured it, you into it. It's enjoyable. There's no, I don't. It's it's so so different as a technology. I mean, obviously that was the first gen, the experience there, and that's that's what I really appreciated. But I always felt like I was held back by that front facing display. It's just. Like it was good enough for, it wasn't good enough to take pictures with. I couldn't find myself using such a small display. You know what I mean? Like I felt like, yeah. a, like whoever engineered it the first time, I felt like the front facing display was a secondary thought, almost like let's focus everything on the inside, the outside. Oh, throw in a display. Now they listened. And that's why I'm excited. That's why when I, when yeah. I, when I see your tweets and uh, like, you know, the, the the glass covering the new tech the stuff like that and I, I so my question maybe would be is very simply is do you see yourself picking up a fold two since you already have the fold one and the flip pre-ordering as soon as I can and I'm getting it in bronze and blue because you can get custom hinge colors now oh oh okay so wait that was a, that was the option they did with the first fold what so, well, yeah the, the first round the first fold so when, with the first fold came in white uh, or sorry silver black like yellow and blue. And if you got the yellow and blue one, you could swap like a blue hinge to a yellow body and a yellow hinge to a blue body. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that one. And and so that was, but that was like the first time, right? The first pre-order yeah. time when we all kind and of then they killed it. And, yeah. and then it came back as just black and silver. And then, and, unfortunately, and then, 
Yeah, which I, and don't get me wrong. It's actually not a. I mean, I I like the black one. I think it looks color. both. Yeah, both colors and um. I I, I, I used both when I ordered I it the second time. Here. I have silver with a skin on it, but silver hinge. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. The device actually itself has a lot of appeal. Um, Definitely. The thing, the thing I'm, I was looking at with the video when we were looking with the duo is the formatting of the app. Uh, if there was one thing that drove me crazy a little bit, it was the formatting of like social media applications on the fold. Um, and the Instagram I have, updated that yesterday, and it's. Really I was about weird to, that. Was that's what I'm leading into, man. Um, so that was my thing. Is it's like. Do you see like the wallpaper borders on the side? Yep. It's so really weird looking. It is a little weird looking, but at least it keeps the right format, right? It doesn't try to, yeah. you know, sh expand the image to make it fit the size, uh, the size of the display. Um, you get, the, I mean, they needed to fix this like a year ago. Seriously. Well, maybe not a year ago, because technically not like yesterday. So I'm assuming it was meant for the fold too. I. That's the benefit, though. That's a, that's something that I think a lot of us we probably don't realize is that the the duo is doing some things to us, or that's going to force developers to start taking that dual screen or the foldable technology a little bit more seriously when you start seeing other other companies, you know, rather than just Samsung, because we'll agree that the Fold, although amazing as a device, probably didn't sell as close as what the, you know, the Note or the S-Line devices sell. I think um, like half a million units or something. Yeah, and, and if you kind of factor the debacle, what it went to, it's actually not a bad kind no, of sales like, number. It's pretty good. Yeah, for, for, for the price. first gen. It, yeah, especially, price, yeah, first gen, uh, availability. I think in the US, um, plus tax at least. Oh, it was 20, 21, 26 for me after tax. Yeah, so mine was a little bit over, I think, well, that's actually pretty close. 21, uh, 2160, 2160 yeah. for me. Yeah, right. California, LA, you know, taxes. New York sales tax was high for me. Definitely, yeah. So, uh, oh, that's right. You drove to Best Buy. I forgot about I that. I did. Part. It was yeah. a five hour drive. <laughs> See, that's the commitment that Max does. I mean, and you guys don't realize it in, in the background. You feel like, you know, it, he he really does. He is very passionate about tech. He really does care about the tech that he gets. Um, I know he's he's had to drive to, to New York for a few events, even for Xiaomi events for XDA yep. and stuff like that, which, again, shows to the commitment. Like It's like me driving to San Francisco. So point of reference, I live in L.A. And for me, it's like going from here to San Francisco. It's about a five-hour drive if I want to be able to jump into an event over there. Um, although I didn't do that for the San Francisco trip that we did last time, I flew out because yeah. uh, probably probably worth it. It just saves saves me from being in the because it's it's a solo drive, right? It's it's yeah. fun. It's fun if when you're going, it sucks on the way back. <laughs> so yep. to me, it was like, especially since I knew at the time we weren't getting uh, any any hardware. Um, got so, earbuds. Uh, oh, that's right, that's right. Speaking of the earbuds, uh, the picture you sent me to include the the earbuds themselves. Um, First and foremost, uh, I do want to say here, David Burns had a question for you. Um, he's asking, where where are you from? I know I'm you're from not from New York. I'm from so Connecticut. From... Okay, so pretty I'm close. I'm from Ontario. I'm not from Ontario. <laughs> from Connecticut. Uh, Max is from Ontario. Ontario, Connecticut. That's where it is. Yes. Uh, it's, it's pretty close. No, not Chicago. It's from Connecticut. And I think he's... Um, uh, are, are, you school, are you going to school in Connecticut? Or uh, you... Yeah, no, I'm going to school in Connecticut. Fairfield Perfect. University. Cool. So yeah. Nerd, yeah. A little. So, those, <laughs> yeah. so how how are, how are the actual uh, surf? They call the surface buds, right? The uh, earbuds. Earbuds. The, They're fine. Every, do they don't they look like you're wearing earrings though? Like when yeah. you have them on, like a little bit. The just uh, when it comes Wrong down to 
Are those, uh, wait, are you using the new Microsoft uh, or is that the new uh, w, uh, Sony? Oh, these are the Sony ones. Yeah. Oh, no, like, yeah, it's the, it does fill up the whole year. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, you can hear everything through them. There's no cancellation of noise whatsoever. Has the has the audio performed better since uh, since launch? Some there was a lot of yeah. there was a lot of comments yeah. about how the audio didn't sound. It sounded. Uh, oh man, I think one of the guys from Droid Life I think said it sounded dull and lifeless. <laughs> Not anymore. It sounds fine now. But I yeah, these are the new color by the way. It's a uh, graphite. The graphite colors. Yeah. No. Yeah. I so a lot of I saw it in quite a few of them, uh, the unboxing and the hardware tour. Uh, a lot of people got them. So, that, so basically, they wanted you guys to enjoy the content that comes, you know, obviously from the uh, the Surface Duo. Um, as long as it has a head, as long as it has one. Yes. It, well, the the unit itself actually, correcting from wrongs, Max. I don't think the retail unit comes with headphones, or does it? No. Do you think? It doesn't. Yeah, so. It's uh, just cable, bumper, and charger in box, and phone. Did, did they, um, I didn't notice in, the, in your unboxing, but did it include the uh, adapter at all? For the uh, headphone adapter? The, the dongle? Nope. I'm gonna, nope. the don so we're not going to be a dongle life. They're, they're pretty no. much going the Samsung way of um, go wireless, basically. Yeah. And it's, I think like with Microsoft, they don't really care if you buy the Surface earbuds. I don't think at least. They mm -hmm. just want, you know, get the phone and that's about it. Enjoy it. And um, speaking of which, the speaker-wise on this, uh, does it have stereo speakers? The no, physical speaker? speaker? Ooh. Which is weird. It this is. is again, this is hard hardware. Mm -hmm. Speak where speakers here, earpieces here. The speakers in like the top bezel here. Yeah. So they so, the so speakers there, but we have another speaker here. Maybe software. Maybe maybe it could be coming up as a software update because it uh, looks like maybe it's identical hardware. Mm, I don't know. Well, I do know. I just can't say. Okay. So we... <laughs> uh, hold on. So what do you guys... Oh, man. So that's... <laughs> see, that could be a question for uh, for a long time. Uh, Max, I, would you like you to wanna... take a crack at it? 4Z Flips, Galaxy Gold, P40 Pro, Note 20 Ultra, Surface Duo, two OnePlus 8 Pros, Pixel 4a, Xiaomi Mi 10 Pro, one uh, Oppo Find X2 Pro, OnePlus Nord, uh, Pixel 4... S20 plus, S20 plus, S20 Ultra. Um, uh, I think that's it. What about the duo? Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, we start up the video with it, TK. What are you doing? Oh, and iPhone uh, 11 Pro Max. We, we got a stand in. So you got a representation from the iPhone department. That's good. I need iMessage and FaceTime. It's just, <laughs> it's the US in 2020. I need both. And at some point, I, I hope one day, which I don't think will ever happen, be very, very soon that we'll see that um, uh, deep brands on. Uh, well, deep brands, I think I feel like Max is on uh, on speed dial when it comes to uh, deep brand. Uh, if there's a new a while to get this, really? Well, I well, mean, not really just... a while. They had to, I had to like email a couple people and just figure out like the legality of it with embargoes and whatnot. Oh no! I, I well, I mean, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't take a genius obviously that they would be able to uh at least you know figure out what the, some of the schematics and just maybe work it with some people yeah um so here if service duo is a productivity device so there's no real comparison to phones um with uh okay with, a, with the ai i'm assuming this 100 megapixel cameras um i'm not sure what you mean but i want uh steven okay. i think it go ahead I think he means like there's no reason to put a bunch of cameras on it because it's more of a productivity device and like it doesn't really this, need it. Yeah, it's a segment on its own. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, actually, this is a great way to for a great question, uh, David. Uh, Max, do you have a YouTube channel? Because I, I just it, up on XDA sometimes, and then I have a YouTube channel I've posted one video on on how to jailbreak an iPhone. That's about it. I think you should. I honestly, dude, I think you. Um, it would be beneficial for you to do a few live streams there, like you know, just hanging out with people and yeah. having people you know talk with you, just kind of maybe even round up the week. Yeah, kind of like your Instagram live. I think that was a very. Yeah. Um, did that? Does that one stay live? Or no? I think you didn't re-upload it. It was just a live session, right? It expires after some time. Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't saved as an Instagram. Uh, uh, what a What IGTV? I saved it as to IGTV. Oh. Cool. So quick thing for you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, Max is um, everywhere. I'll give you guys obviously a link to his channels, uh, but just type in Max Weinbach exactly as he has his name right there on the bottom yep. left. Um, I'm going to say there because it's timing thing. But uh, so just uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube one video, if you guys want to be able to follow him and subscribe and maybe if you subscribe there, uh, maybe he'll he'll start uploading more more stuff there. So maybe yeah. that's a way to entice Max to be uh you know, jump on there. Um, but I, I think mostly you're very much active on Twitter and Instagram. I feel like that's like yeah. your, pretty much your, your, uh, your, your stomping grounds. Um, and, um, it's always, it's always fun to watch, um, Max just hang, just hang out and just talk, but also mess around with some of the other guys over at XTA. Um, oh, that's always, fun. always like they mess with each other to a level that I feel like, Sometimes I don't know if, if they're really doing it on purpose. Is it for fun or is it just really to piss them off? But uh, yeah, and I see it on both sides, right? I see it yeah. both on in, in the on the public chats over on those forums. I also see it on our own on the private Discord servers and stuff like that. So I realize it's it's all in fun. And, and Max is very much a, a very cool guy. Um, the uh, Max would get millions of subscribers in a month. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. If, if you leveraged any of your content over on YouTube, I think you just think of the potential. Just think of the potential. But I agree. There are certain things that we have control over. So, yeah, it, I've been asking him to put to put up things on his YouTube for a while. This is not yeah. the first time. I We talked about this in February. For like many times. Many, many. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, But you know what? He does very... He, Max is obviously known everywhere. So that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. Um, so those are the two things that are basically pretty much going on, like the biggest thing. The Surface Duo is in review. That's the best way to say it. Basically. Uh, I think that's most, what most people can uh, can say. Um, I think for me, I'm with you. I'm probably going to go um, definitely pre-order it. I, uh, if there is an option for a blue hinge, I probably will go for that. That'll be my, yeah. my like signature. I like blue. So we'll um, you on the hinge colors. I, uh, Evan posted them a uh, day before Unpacked, but they're also well known. Sure. Yeah. No. Because uh, I think I, we talked about it a little bit before, and I think you mentioned there was there was some, like a potentially about a blue, but I, yeah. there's also so, a gold. So if you buy, you have to buy the phone from Samsung in the U.S. And the hinge okay. colors differ by region. So I'm talking specifically the U.S. Okay. Um, you can get it in. So the, there's the bronze version and the black version. Black is glossy glass and black hinge by default. And bronze, bronze, mm. bronze, of course. But you can get a gold silver blue or red hinge across any of those so you can go bronze and red bronze and blue bronze and gold looks really good uh, and then bronze black. And gold yeah I'm, I'm thinking like the and if, if the blue is a light enough blue for it to stand out i would love to do a uh, like a black and blue just so to see i will dm you a picture of them later that okay of course won't be public but i'll still be able to so you can see it uh, yeah no no i appreciate that and um 
so for me, it's always been something, like I said, I, in the original fold, when, it, when both Max and I pres first pre-ordered it, uh, before that went away, we both had customized versions. And I think that was my yeah. thing. I wanted, not only did I want the fold, but I also wanted it in a unique enough of an experience. Um, so hopefully that one will come out next week. And I think uh, as far as like some of the biggest things coming up in the near future, I don't see really a lot other than the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4a 5G that are going to be coming out. Um, oh, um, the Xiaomi Mi 10 Pro. Isn't the Xiaomi Mi 10 Pro? Mi 10T Pro. That's why I said it's like, we both yeah. have the Mi 10 Pro. Uh, yeah, I have it right here. I was, I was going to say, I have the 10 and the 10 Pro. Um, I have actually, I I think you know what it is. Oh my God, that charger. That just yeah. kills me every time I see it. Um, it's crazy how Xiaomi does these little little things like that, right? Like they'll do that charger with the active with the moving coil. And um, especially the feature where you were showing it, I think was it on your IGTV, uh, yeah. that oh, that it that's how yeah. many coils it it says this one, this is a Zen's Liberty something. It has 16 uh -huh. coils and can charge two devices just like air power would. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that that's one way of doing it. Or you can make the coil move. You could just yeah. make it. Which is a lot more fun. It is, but like, how does it know where to go? This is where it's kind of driving me crazy. No, because it's one thing to say that the coil is sitting on that little light, like right, right beneath that light, right? But when you see the coil first move, it goes straight for where it knows it needs to be. Like when you, I think was it you put an Apple Watch in there? Um, I think you put an. Uh, did you put a watch and the phone? I forgot which. Uh, I did Galaxy Watch and it didn't find it. Yeah. Maybe, so. Yeah. I think there was there was it was basically a, an accessory and and a, and a device. Oh, it was Sir, it was Pixel Buds. The Pixel Buds, that's what it was. And then uh, the way the way it just finds it, the way it just goes straight for it, tells me that it actually it must have like more magnetic sensors on the uh, on the back where it senses that there is a resistance where there is some magnet ma magnetic field there to send the coil. Because otherwise, I would have imagined it going all over the place to find where yeah. it needs. Yeah, it's this, really weird. Yeah, I put yeah. I put this I find X2 Pro. I put it down there. It won't find it. It did because it doesn't exist. But yes, no, I I know know what you mean. Yeah, it's 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 it, it is a very cool, very much like I I cannot wait to see like everybody's gonna copy that in like two like everybody's trying to figure it out now. Every company that makes a charger will be like, we need to reverse Samsung. engineer. <laughs> Samsung just did one. Uh, but it le Evan leaked it earlier today. It's a triple charger. Yes, like I saw it's like a it's like a lawn. Yeah, yeah, no, I I saw that one. Um, it's weird. Oh man, good morning, good morning, everybody. Oh man, sorry, I I don't mean to. I wasn't missing everybody on the in the chat. I just, uh, you know, obviously as we have Max with us and and our time is running out very very quickly. 15 minutes, yeah. I know. Um, so yeah, no, I the, I saw the charger and I, I was very excited. I just I felt like it was a little bit. It took too much, you know, like the the space on your desk. That's it's like a real estate game, right? It's really yeah. big. Yeah, and I felt like Xiaomi did it right, even though it's not a small charger. But the fact that you can just literally put two two of your devices and just forget about it, and when it reaches a hundred, it moves on to the next device. That's the way to do it. That's the, it's just consistently, and then when it's done, it just disconnects. You don't you're not consistently overcharging your your device, and it's not keeping it warm. Uh, so, oh, that's not true. My phones are very hot on there. Oh, if there's only one device on there, it just goes away, then comes back and keeps charging it. So, so like, it keeps charging. It gets okay, really hot, really quickly. 
Okay, because it's running a 20 watt charger, right? It it's is, a, yeah. it's a 20 watt charger. Okay. And there's no fans or anything on it. No, well, yeah. So I, I the one that I got from uh, what's it? Huawei had one that has a built-in fan, and I think OnePlus has a one that built-in fan. Actually, so does the Xiaomi 30 watt charger. They have oh. one too, and their 50 watt also has a fan. Yeah. So, but but that, what I meant to say is like most of those, you'll start hearing them. They like become yeah. like a little bit of a, a. The fans can get pretty loud. Uh, but I imagine that's why they kept the 20 watt, and then they also, you know, they wanted to just approve it. They and then they are showing also. Um, but actually, speaking of Xiaomi, since we kind of mentioned, we'll and we'll maybe finish it off with that. Um, what are your thoughts about the new, you know, in display cameras? Is that something I want? It. Do you, but do you feel like do you uh, maybe the better way to ask this? We've had pop up cameras, we've had flip up cameras, we've had um, punch hole cameras, we've had teardrop cameras. What else have we had? And we've had regular cameras with notches, right? The whole gamut of things like that. And then now we're talking about moving into possibly things like this. What are your thoughts? Which one is the right format? That, or which one do you prefer? Do, do you have a preference? Under display. I mean, I don't like pop-up because pop-up adds just another point of failure. And it's annoying. It's not instant. You have to wait for it to go up. Then even, go with the even with the fastest ones, you're right. It, it, they're not yeah. as fast as you as having it right away, right away in front yeah. of you. Yeah. So for now, I like hole punch the best because mm -hmm. it's small, it's out of the way, you kind of just ignore it. It looks good. But under display is just that final evolution of this is good. Yes. No, I, I feel like, and I think uh, if there's a company to prove it, it's Xiaomi because they've been working on it. It's getting to the point now where it they've improved the pixels or at least the pixel coverage over the camera, at least from what we've seen on, uh, on their posts. Yeah. Um, it's still somewhat visible if you like really look for it, but it's just like on an on an average day when you're looking for yeah. things, especially where it's positioned, it should basically be hidden for the most part. Um, so I, I I'm looking forward to that. I I'm I will be bugging my Xiaomi uh, my friends over at Xiaomi just for anything remotely like that as soon as that becomes available. Um, yeah, no. Uh, speaking of which. Xiaomi monitor right there, the, the 34 the gaming. That's the 34 gaming monitor. I'm working on the review oh, for wow. that one right above my G9. Oh, uh, uh, the G9 is so good. My friend, I never crazy, ended up getting one. Crazy. Crazy good. Man, dude, Call of Duty has not has not been the same since. Um, I cannot stop playing Call of Duty. Uh, any game, I even I, I bought a flight simulator and I need to get into that. I bought a, a joystick just to play with that monitor. Oh, that sounds um, fun. It's crazy. It's crazy. And um, the uh, but one thing to kind of explain if you guys are not familiar with it, um, the 34 inch monitor from Xiaomi is actually a curved monitor with FreeSync support. And it started like a 399, uh, I think euros, not even pounds. It's a crazy cheap price when you think about what you're getting with that monitor. So if you're looking for a monitor, like a gaming monitor from anybody, 34 inches, it's massive. Let me see if I can actually do HDR. Uh, it does have HDR, but like just yeah. kind of a point of reference. So obviously, they're they're not the same size. You got forty nine at the bottom. I it's like my command center right now. This is how I play. Uh, like I'll have my my Twitter feed, my everything sitting on top in case I need to respond to anybody. And I'm like playing massive games, or I'll just turn off the bottom display, sit in my chair, recline, and then just watch a movie there. It, Sounds it's, comfortable. It's very. It's just yes. Um, although on the other hand, it does generate a lot of heat. So that's one thing yeah. to keep in mind. Uh, monitors, uh, I have a lot of monitors in the office. I, I have a lot of like- It's worth it. Uh, yeah, like two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, oh. seven. 
That's that's a lot. Actually. I have a problem. I, I well, well I one have of a phone the, problem. I have a phone problem. You have a monitor problem. <laughs> well, I mean, this this computer can handle two. So I got yeah. the, the two setup kind of going on here. Uh, Is that Oppo Watch? Uh, yes, the uh, the brand new Oppo, the new the 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 one with the thirty one hundred, not yeah. not the first generation, not the China version, not the yeah, yeah no, this is the global, global market Android Wear. Um, potentially the predecessor of the OnePlus watch, if that ended up becoming a thing. It is. Uh, I, it is, it is. What I mean to say is, um, yeah. if there's anything we know that the Find X2 and the OnePlus 8 Pro are very much distant cousins, very close cousins, actually, not distant cousins. No, uh, this is definitely going to have a lot of, I would say, inspirational uh, applications into the uh, OnePlus watch. Um, yeah. The one thing I would say is, it runs so much. It runs like no other Android Wear watch I've ever used. The UI is absolutely fluid. It's a smartphone fluid UI almost. It's like when you swipe, it it's smooth. The animation is right. Um, battery life is a little bit of a mixed bag for me right now. Like some days I'm working on it and it works fine. Other days it says I'm making calls on the on the watch all day, which I haven't used it. I don't usually use it for for calls. There is a speaker and a microphone, but I don't. Um, but if I use if I make a lot of calls during the day for some reason the watch drains at the same time as the phone even though I'm not using them at the same time. Um, but as far as just general UI, perfectly fine, uh, pairs very easily. Um, I set it up originally with my Find X2 Pro, but I'm having some problems with the Beta One right now because I installed the oh uh, the, yeah the, yeah the Beta. That that has that yeah was, beta uh, that was not that, a good beta. No, uh, I had I had a hard time getting it installed, and then when I did get it installed, I had a hard time getting out of it. Do you know how so to get out of it? I did, I did. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. but the problem. So I'm trying to figure out a way right now is to how to restore my IMEI because that IMEI got wiped. Oh, oh. So yeah. I have no phone service. I'm back on seven seven point one, but I can't make phone calls. Like you SIM cards. Want to just ask them for a new phone? I'm probably going to reach out to see if I can get some, especially with the fact that obviously, you know, the second beta came out, I couldn't install that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tried it out on the Find X2 for a little bit, and then I switched it over to my um, S20 just to kind of use it there. And then it works yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I feel like it's one of the best options. Uh, if you do, if you do decide to pick up the Apple watch, don't go for the smaller model, go with the curved display. It's it seriously is a very different game changer when it comes to the just overall usability. Um, and what I really, really like about it, there's that one watch face that just if obviously I'm sure any Nexus Nexus fan will always remember the Nexus. Oh, that's that's fun. When I saw that, I'm like, are you oh man, that is such a like it's a great obviously it's it's not doing the Nexus boot up there. It's um it's actually the progress bars, but they're done in that beautiful X with the colors. That won me right away. Yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, but uh, uh, with that being said, I realize there's a few more minutes left. Uh, let's see if there's any any questions or anything in the comments, maybe for uh, from our friends that want to maybe uh, uh, ask you. Let's see here. Um, we need a horizontal monitor for Twitter feeds. <laughs> you do. Uh, I do. Yeah. I. You know, actually, I'll work on that. Yeah. So I'll have like yeah. one. Right, like, wait, hold on. One, two, and then it'll be one on the right. You know, it's like we're on both sides. Uh, yeah, why Kinda not? One, yeah. one Twitter, one Instagram. Right, just get that yeah. going. Um, speaking of which, when when will Instagram let us tweet uh, or post from uh, from the web? Like, I can do IGTV posts yeah. from the web, but yeah, I can't post can. like regular. You can from the regular uh, interface. 
Uh, you have to set your user agent to be a phone, but yeah. I'll be doing that right as soon as we're done with the live stream today, my friend. It yeah. bugs the crap it's, out of me. Yeah, no, um, there are like, if you go to the Chrome web store, there are ways, there are like plugins that'll do it for you automatically. Yeah, because like that was the, my only thing that I like. I can respond to comments. I can respond to, to messages. I can uh, go through my messages. I go, go through my posts. I can post an Insta, uh, the IGTV, but I cannot post the IG, which doesn't make sense to me. But oh, there's um, also like a creator studio, but I think that's only for verified accounts. Yeah, and I, at some point I need to talk to you about the whole. Well, anyways, I can't get yeah. the. I guess TK Bay is not real. I need to go with Tarek Bay's, which actually kind of makes people like go. Um, so here we have S. Rahman, um, maybe related to Michelle. I don't know. Uh, uh, what's the best screen protector for the Note 20 Ultra? Uh, the tempered glass one, our ugly circle disappointment. <laughs> Is the TPU one even worth it? Uh, do you install screen protectors, Max? Do you, uh, You've I seen mean, my phones. I don't install screen protectors. I asked the question. Yeah, I knew the answer. I Yes. Um, right now, so I haven't had, um, I only have one pair of glass protectors on the Note 20s. I haven't installed them yet, but I do have them from a company called Alexar. Um, I generally go with dome glass in the past, although I've reached out to them, couldn't get them, couldn't get a response back yet. I'm waiting to see how that goes. Um, short answer, dome glass is usually the best on my, uh, if I can find my Note 20, oh, here it is. On my S20 Ultra, I have the dome glass and it has that curvature a little bit on the side. So it works great and it's very much a, a much better implementation because it's a full adhesive on the device. So if you're looking for something, definitely check that out. Um, here, uh, do you use a tweak deck? Oh. No, I, I no. I've I've seen people use it, and I I used to use um, back in the day Hootsuite. I don't know if you've ever used yep. uh, that one, uh, but I I tend to stick to the native apps at this point. I they usually have the best features. That's so for me. Yeah. Um, and then oh, oh Mar Joe had asked a question about uh, yeah, so you can bootloader unlock uh, S20s in the US S10 to S20. S10, S I think yeah, the Qualcomm ones yeah. are even yeah no, those. they're bootloader unlockable. Uh, it's like. 50 to 100 bucks to do it because you need to have someone pay to generate an unlock code, but you can okay. bootloader unlock them now. Good to know. Good to know yeah. for modding, definitely. Um, here. Uh, oh, Marilyn says, I have the hybrid glass from Zag. Uh, no ugly circles and works great. That's Actually, good. speaking of which, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, at CES, I think we saw Zag. Zag had two different glasses, the antibacterial one, and then there's a different, there's two different versions, and I think we got a few cases from them, right? Yeah, I don't know if they sent you the yeah, protector. So I didn't get anything for the Note 20 from them, mostly because I didn't get any emails from them. And yeah. anytime I do get a case email, I generally just ignore it. I, I I still have cases coming, which is the weird part about it. I think I, yeah. I already have a few uh, that are like cool and unique cases. But um, dude, if there's one thing you can you need to try on your Note 20 if you get a chance to is get the leather the leather i was thinking about that the this one actually is good it's like it's is it better leather than the previous versions yes yes okay. definitely the the only thing my only gripe about it if i had there's one thing is um it doesn't fix the wobble it doesn't fix it all the way the 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 not an if, issue for me yeah i was gonna say if you don't care about that part then that's fine uh but yeah no the the the, the leather leather looking leather <laughs> <laughs> Definitely looks nice. And what watch do you have on, by the way? I forgot to ask. Is watch that the S345 millimeter? The 45 millimeter. So I need to see if I can get. I'll see if I can get you one of these. I got one of these Milanese chains for it from oh, this company, nice. and 
it is by far one of the best ways to put it on. I never thought I would like them, uh, mostly because of the way they actually, uh, you know, they just feel like they're loose a little bit. So you get it on, you grab it, and then it just snaps on. And it oh, just looks, nice. yeah, and, and it just actually stays on real well, and it breathes a lot better so that I'm you don't tend to sweat under. The leather built-in one. I, initially, when I first got mine, I used the Huawei Watch GT on it, and a whole bunch of people noticed. I was like, "Why are you putting a Huawei Watch uh, watch uh, you know <laughs> wrist on that?" I'm like, uh, "I needed something that works a little better than the leather one that came in the box." It, it feels it like plastic. Like, yeah, uh, and and I felt like well, my my thing too is I always like to kind of I make my hands are always getting wet and they're getting a little. Bit, I wanted something that I'm able to just to wipe off and not have to yeah. worry about it. And um, this one works great. The other one that I got also from Alexar looks really nice. And the GT one, if you have a Huawei Watch GT, they, they work really nice. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I do have a lot too. I have a lot of watches. I, I tend to, I think last year we did the tick watches together and, yeah. and we covered a lot of things like that. But um, so with that being said, Max, I know you, you're almost out. Um, where where can people, I mean, I kind of mentioned it at the beginning, but where can people find you? Where, where's the, what's the best way to reach Max and say hi to Max? Uh, Twitter, because I check that too often. If you just tweet at me, I will probably see it. I don't know if I'll respond. I get a lot of tweets daily, so like, Dude. try. Hey. And and just just point of reference, Max put out a tweet a couple of days ago, and I'm not sure if you're regretting doing that one yet. I do. We, I do. Uh, he promised to respond to every single person that tweeted at him, and 1,400 replies. Uh, I in his live stream, he said, "Hold on, what? Till I'm done with this tweet." It's like, yeah, no. Um, but you know what? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I realize it's. I know from your end, obviously, it's it's a it's a very different experience. Uh, but yeah. Uh, oh, and oh, you can also uh, actually. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, XDA as as you can imagine. Actually, also uh, Max is uh, also helps us out with the uh, or helps the, on the XDA uh, Instagram account. So if you guys yeah, are not Instagram, familiar, yes, I basically do the Instagram stuff. I was. I, I wanted to say that, but you know, let yeah, I'll let you say it. Uh, yeah, so pretty much if you if you want to reach out to Max as well, he's he's also the XDA uh, XDA Instagram account if you haven't checked that out yet. Um, last question before we go, what's your guys? Oh wow, that is a tough one on the on the five G BlackBerry or um, onward mobility with the return of the physical keyboard. It's fun. I I I think it as long as they do it right and as and from the leaks and the renders that we're seeing, some, uh, not le leaks really. It's more like what we're anticipating. Um, it's interesting. Uh, as I, I hope that they keep the original spirit of the BlackBerry alive in it, and they don't try to deviate too much. That's always been the concern when people try to, try to reboot the BlackBerry line. We saw it the first time. This is the second time. So my hope is that it stays true to the original. I think that's why you have a lot of fandom. The BlackBerry, the CrackBerry teams, uh, Those that's going to be a tough one, and um, we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, uh, Max, thank you very much. Make sure you guys to follow him uh, and... and Please entice him to try to boot up his his YouTube channel because Maybe. we I think we all would love to see, you know, Maybe. Mac Saturday morning with Max. That's <laughs> what we'll see. I'm I've not been trying for years. On your stream. I was gonna say I've been trying for years. We'll keep trying. Yeah. Well, th well thank you, sir, and um, we'll see you hopefully very soon. I know you have to go, and uh, we'll I'll go ahead and uh, finish up here. We'll we'll, we'll yep. see you hopefully next time. Thank you. It's always fun talking to you. <laughs> oh, and we'll talk more uh, later after the show. No, just kidding. Uh, good luck with your stuff with school, definitely. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so...
hopefully you guys enjoyed. This was, again, I felt like, um, you know, Max is, is a good friend and I know he's, um, he was having, obviously he has the hardware and he's able to play with it. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, no. Uh, um, uh, Kartrik, hopefully, I, I'm really hoping for him to actually do, actually uh, pick up and start a whole bunch of things. He's very much engaged and I feel like a lot of people love to hear what he has to say, which I think is a really good way to do it. Um, absolutely. Yeah, no, Niels, uh, definitely. Max was always a big fan there as well. I'm going to go through some of the comments. I know it, I didn't get a chance to answer a lot of them at the beginning. The Nokia 9.3. Oh, yes. No. Um, oh, so, um, uh, uh, um, so I'm assuming yours. So how, if you can let me know, what do you think of the watch? Uh, I personally, when, when I got the, uh, the Apple watch, uh, the, uh, the one I have here is again, the, 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 the international model, the global variant with Android wear on it. Um, I was very surprised. I was very surprised with the, just the overall, um, aesthetics because, you know, everything and everybody kept saying, look, it's an Apple watch copy and so on and so forth. And the reality of the matter is yeah, it does go for a different form factor, right? It's not going for the circular watch, which, uh, most Android wear watches are known for. Uh, they didn't really start this way, by the way, if you remember back with Samsung, their first galaxy watch or the first Android wear watch, um, was, Actually, I take that back. I wasn't even running Android Wear. Uh, it actually was running Android. It was actually a shrunken version of Android. This is before Android Wear. Um, it did have the same form factor, more of a rectangular shape on your wrist with the with the camera. Remember, there used to be a camera on the front. Um, and the UI is very smooth. Uh, it, it feels literally like they put Color OS on on a phone uh, on a watch. So you get some of those aesthetical, uh, you know, the, the nicer looking UIs, the, the app drawer looks like an app drawer where you're scrolling through it. Uh, the fluid animation, uh, the, the Qualcomm 3100, the QC3100 uh, chipset actually works very, very nice. And it is the horsepower that you want on a smartwatch, right? Many companies will come, and I don't think it's a bad design, uh, but if we talk about, say, TicWatch Pro, TicWatch uses the 2400 model. It's an older processor, but what they do is they leverage it with more RAM to give it that fluidity and speed. But we're still using the standard watch UI that we standardly, normally get with, uh, with Wear OS. It's a great system, and it works great, um, but I feel like some augmentation with graphical implementation, especially with what Oppo can do. And if it does end up translating into a OnePlus watch, I think it's a great way to see what potentially in the future we can get. Um, it runs great. Uh, battery life needs a little bit of improvement, but I feel like that could be done with some software optimizations. Um, as this one, I think I received the software update once since I've turned it on. So I'm hoping we'll see some more features uh, fixed there and added as well. Um, here, uh, Nils, Yes, you guys uh, should do more. Oh, bring in Adam. Yes. Um, you know, actually, that that would make a perfect sense. I'll actually reach out to see if I can get Adam, but maybe Ma Adam and Max can do some videos, uh, some live streams over. And um, XDA used to have a podcast. I don't know if you guys know about it. Back in the day where Mario uh, was uh, still participating and more active participating in the in the day-to-day uh, -day activities. Um and it, it's it was a it was a good podcast that was running on a weekly basis, and I think at some point that kind of went away. You can find it on podcast apps. Just look for XDA. You'll find some of the old shows going on there. Um, I used to have the Gear Two. Oh yes, so the Square Watch. I think that's what it was. I would think it was back in the days of the Gear watches, uh, before they switched over to Tizen um, and start using that as a primary watch source. Um, and I think that first gen or the second the Gear Two is the one they started with Android, and then they sh pushed an update that switched it over to Tizen, which is a. It was a great watch at the time, of course. Um, my team. Uh, 
Uh, absolutely, phone bus, pocket cat. Definitely, no, no. Uh, I think I think Max is a is a is he has a unique experience in the way things he the way he experiences tech, um, but he also has a great way of putting it together. Like it's pretty much like no nonsense. This is how it is kind of an experience. Um, and I feel like that's one of the main appeals. I feel like a lot of people enjoy having Max in there. Uh, and David, I, <laughs> I, I, well, I gave you a little bit of a sneak peek a couple of nights ago. So David, I, first, I want to say, of course, thank you for, for jumping on with the uh, Amazon live stream a couple of nights ago. It was fun hanging out. Um, and yes, thank you. I appreciate you for enjoying the show. It was, it was good. It was good. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think Adam, Adam and Max could do some live stream. Sadly, Adam can't come, uh, can't come to IFA. He wanted to meet me. Uh, so yes, this year's, this year's IFA is a little, a little bit of a, a confusion. Um, it, to my understanding it, travel. So we already know the whole travel to the U S and the Europe thing. There was always kind of a little bit of a constra uh, constraints there, but um, what I didn't realize is that there's also constraints within Europe itself. So certain countries are not allowed to actually go to other countries currently, specifically during the timing, and they update those regulations every few weeks. Uh, one of them was obviously we wanted to, um, Adam was going to be covering uh, IFA for us. Uh, we had a couple of invites from, uh, when I say us, I mean XDA, sorry. Um, and that wasn't happening. Uh, there was some restrictions going on. So uh, we'll have to see how that kind of goes, uh, if, that's, if it does change anytime in the near future. Uh, from Android Authority versus XDA over the best one later. <laughs> I, I don't know if there would be a fight. I think XDA is a I, XDA as a as a as a as a site as a forum as as a presence in the Android community has always been. I, if you feel like a lot of things built around it and built up, and they obviously are very prominent, but XDA will hold a very special spot for a lot of people. Um. Oh, good guy. Yes, uh, we had a chance to talk about it. We talked about the hardware. We talked about some comparisons. Um, as you probably know, uh, Greg, is the uh, there's an NDA or there's an embargo on uh, software experience. So, but one thing we do know as of this morning, I think as of late last night, is that um, Best Buy has this device to be able to check out. So, if you're looking to be able to check out the Duo, you able to see how it how it works software wise. Uh, you could definitely check it out at your local Best Buy. They have them on display. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be jumping onto those, uh, of course. Um, Gabor uh, Ravaz, hopefully I'm saying that correct. Here in Europe, uh, they're closing the borders uh, on the first. Uh, yeah, so it depends on the area where you're in. So it's it's very different on the market, uh, the country that you're in. So keep in mind, you know, do you in the United States, even though even actually keep in mind also even in the United States, we don't have border closures. Uh, but we do have uh, a certain era time where you need to basically isolate yourself for a certain amount of time when you come in from a specific either state or, or cities that are known to have a lot of numbers. So there are things going on in, in that sense uh, that's covering it. Um, Germany, we have a list where you can travel, to, uh, but you have to go to, yeah, uh, exactly. Ireland um, has this list as well, Germany as well, and, and you have to basically put yourself in. So what it ends up basically being is if you wanted to attend the event, you would have to get there literally two weeks in advance or over two weeks in advance to meet that requirement. And then even if you were able to travel there before, so which makes it very hard for a press because that's a lot of time for people to be able to take out of your life, yeah, especially if you know, you're working and you have other things that you do on a daily basis. Um, they're still open. To, yeah, well, it depends on where you are exactly. Uh, I used to XDA. Greg, as you know, 
big fan of the channel as well as and of course XDA. It's uh, I, I feel like I said it's it's the source really. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I saw somewhere there was another Android site um, in Europe that ranked XDA as the number two Android um, site on the uh, on the web. So it's definitely still very much a powerful uh, presence online. Um, it, a lot of people are posting videos with Best Buy uh, stuff. So one thing I would probably say is keep in mind that those videos are of pre-production hardware, pre-production software that I'm not 100% sure why Best Buy is putting them on the show floor. And, and honestly, I'm not even sure if that they will last very long. So I probably would say is, if anything, um, go check it out as soon as you can. And I think it's something to keep in mind. It, those are unique pieces of hardware, and they're still new. Um, Ayush is asking, hey, TK, Microsoft Duo is close to uh, it's close to mobile or tablet experience. Um, it's a it's closer. It's most like this. It's it's more like a mobile PC experience than it is a tablet experience, because if you think of it, a tablet is one big display, and you're basically not really moving between the options there. Where what we saw with the video that I had a chance to play from Microsoft that was posted, um, you're going to have the ability of actually dragging things from one side to the other. So that to me reminds me more of my, the way Windows works. If you've ever snapped a window in Windows, uh, meaning you just move it around or using the window key and using the directional pad. You're able to basically snap them in specific areas and to go full screen on an app on the Surface Duo from that video, you literally just drag it up, hold it and snap it in the middle of the screen closer to the separation between the two displays. And that actually works. So those are the things that are more of like very similar. So think of it as a as a phone experience with some Windows, like Windows 10 elements in it more than a tablet. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's a tablet. It does give you the bigger form factor because of the two displays, but they're two displays. It's not a foldable display. It's a um, it's a dual display with a folding mechanism. That's the best way to say it. Um, Tarek, uh, can, you, can you respond to notifications on the watch? Yes, definitely. Um, yes, we have an always-on that has been turned on. It, at initially, when a lot of people started reviewing it, the always-on wasn't there. As I mentioned, I, get, I did get a one option. So there is an always-on display. Um, my problem, though, is it kills the battery extremely fast. Uh, it does have a dual mode. Um, let me see if I can turn it on for you guys here. So the notification panel turns on. We'll go ahead. Where is the display? Here, display. And there's an option actually for it, always on display. It does mention to, so let's go ahead and do this real quick. I'll show you guys what I mean. So here's the watch. So here's the standard watch face. And if I give it a second, it'll just jump over to the always on display, which is slightly more of a dim color of it. So I'll give it a second. I guess it's not, oh, here it is, it's dimming. So that's the always on version of it. It stays on all the time. You can see the time. And then of course you can touch it and it comes back to life. Uh, the UI is very simple very quick uh so you can jump in here settings just exactly just the fluidity of uh the applications it just literally like the app drawer looks like an app drawer uh swiping around you can go into the different settings the fitness tracker sleep information weather um, and of course we have the google assistant on the left i'll swipe over from the left side yeah here it is and uh, of course, from the bottom, we get notifications. From the top, we have our toggles. Uh, this is not configurable yet. And I hope that this gets becomes available here. And then, of course, I can just click it. Uh, but it looks very nice. Two-button configuration. This is the exercise button that I have right now. This is also programmable. This takes you home and back into the app drawer. Nothing on the left except for the speakers, of course, sensors. It does have a pin charger connector on the bottom. And of course, you have the ability of basically you know, click, pushing this and swiping out and changing the actual wristbands. So, uh, very nice, and I, I actually like it a lot. I like the uh, the overall aesthetics 
Uh, I've been using it for the past maybe three or four days now. Uh, the only thing I would probably say, like I said, is um, using the always on does kill the battery quite a bit. Uh, this is not the LTE model also. I'm using the Wi-Fi Bluetooth version. So it does have Wi-Fi supports. And of course, um, you install, you set it up normally with Android Wear. Uh, it does download or it does request you to download a second app to be able to manage it. So kind of like how TickWatch does it for their watches. Uh, it, it runs off Android Wear for the setup, but the rest runs off of an app called... And I need to remember it because I don't usually have the... I never used this app in the past. And it's called, if I can open it here, oh, HeyTap. So it's the uh, the uh, Oppo HeyTap application. Sweet. Uh, Matt, hey, man, good morning, man. Or sorry, good evening. Sorry. <laughs> I forget about the whole timing. Uh, we started a little bit earlier today. Uh, we had uh, Max Weinbach was on with us for the first hour of the show, and uh, we had a chance to talk a little bit uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, we, we had a chance to uh, talk a little bit about the Surface Duo. Uh, we saw, we heard from Max that on the 1st of September uh, at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time in the U.S. at least, the pre-orders will start becoming available. So it looks like the, Samsung will be holding up to that. And if what they also heard is that there were going to be options for colors. The hinge colors, uh, the hinge options will have, uh, sorry, the hinges on the Z Fold 2 will have the ability to be customized depending on the areas that we're in. Um, I will wait for the Apple Watch 6. Uh, and I think a lot of people will definitely want to see what Apple does with the next variant of the Apple Watch 6. I hope that we're going to start seeing different shapes. I feel like Apple's been, they've done a really good job with the sense of what they've had with the UI, you know, overall. They made the bigger display. The Sorry, the UI is definitely a lot better. Um, but I feel like they need to start experimenting with different shapes. I mean, I think square is not, or the rectangular square option that we have is not that it's a bad option, but I feel like they would be able to benefit so much from having at least one of different sizes. Uh, and of course, allowing the UI to actually uh, work with that as well. Um, if, you has, if you guys didn't get a chance to catch the show on Monday, uh, Matt and Sam had two great ho uh, guests that day. Um, Super Saf, as well as John Rettinger were on the Across the Podcast. So definitely there. I, I, I forgot to mention it at the beginning, uh, Matt, in there. Um, the Chinese version doesn't connect uh, using Android uh, Wear OS, so many uh, many advise uh, to go with the international model. Yes, that was one thing that I realized that at first when it was originally launched, and I think that also you'll notice in some of the reviews that went up about it, um, some of some some reviewers weren't aware that they had the the international model or the Chinese model. Uh, but yes, the original model, the Chinese model, uh, doesn't look like Android Wear. It doesn't connect via Android Wear or Wear OS. It's running actually a proprietary software. International model does run the Wear OS, which I feel like is a better way to simplify the interface. But um, but it still needs, I feel like, a little bit more work on the software. But definitely appreciative that it is available in. LTE and non-LTE model. And there's the bigger size one has the curved displays on both sides. Very nice. It makes it easier to kind of glide over. No accidental touches, of course. Um, no, dude, I uh, absolutely no. Matt, I, first and foremost, I realized that I, starting an hour early where we've always been on at 10.30 or 10 to 10.30 in the morning has always been a little bit of a tough one. Uh, but I needed to accommodate uh, Max's schedule. He had a, a school meeting at 1.30 his time, Pacific Standard Time, uh, sorry, East Coast uh, time. So I felt like if we started at 1030, it would have been like a non-starter for us. So started an hour early and he was, it was fun. You'll be able to definitely catch that on, on the replay, of course. Uh, Greg, as, as usual, um, 
we should get Android 11 by September 8th or so. I think that's the uh, that's what we're hearing, right? Uh, right? I mean, Android 11 announcement um, on the 8th, which I feel like it'll probably be the same day as the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 5, uh, Pixel 4a 5G. Um, when can we get iOS 14? So iOS 14 should be very, very soon. The current version of it in the beta is super stable, at least for me on my uh, iPhone 11, uh, no, sorry, iPhone SE 2020. Um, I feel like the they've done a lot of work. And for the most part, uh, the last option or the last tweet that I saw from Marquez that he talked about the latest version that they fixed the ability of interacting with the UI while Siri is running is definitely very nice. So it looks like they're almost there, uh, but no specific date pinned that. Uh, but it'll be the day where iPhone, you know, the new iPhone comes out as well. Um, City, <laughs> thank you. Yes, no, thank you. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It just sits there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it is. It's uh, It's actually the whole brand of the, shan the, the channel now. I took over the channel. I didn't realize I had a co-star with me the, the whole time. Uh, oh, Sav and John were great guests, but, uh, uh, but sure, we need to get TK and Juan back. Uh, so we're trying to work out a schedule between all of us uh, to try to get uh, Juan and myself back on. And I thought we said something hopefully in September. So very soon we'll be back on the on the cross the podcast. I mean, we're always lurking in the comments. So don't don't be surprised if you're on the show there and you're listening and you see, you know, myself or Juan. Uh, you know, so it's it's always there. I was actually I jumped in there just to kind of mess with the guys just to see how things are going. It was fun. Um, Android 11 with Pixel 5, iOS 14 on iPhone 12 release. It it's a perfect timing if we think about it, right? Because what they did is um, Google did the same thing. They announced Android 11 in beta and they released it and they kind of let us go through and enjoy the betas and the alphas. And then of course they'll release it with the new version of their device because it's for the most part that's how they're going to be the best set of hardware at initial launch. Um, and Apple does the exact same thing. They announced it and at WWDC, I think. And um, it should be basically something that I think people should expect with the brand new version of, uh, uh, you know, with a new iPhone 12 and all the different variants. We saw some leaks with the the fact that it's going to be like iPhone 12, 12 Max, uh, and I, iPhone 11 Pro and then 11 Pro Max. So four versions that will be coming out. Um, I saw many uh, positive reviews about the Oppo Watch by uh, Indian and other YouTubers, uh, one of two. Oh, yeah. And I think what happened is the the, expi the excitement that you get with the watch right now is because it's new. It's different. The Oppo Watch with Wear OS works like an Oppo, like a Wear OS watch and some normal expectations, uh, media control, um, all the apps that normally work on Wear OS work on it. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people enjoyed it is you had that over what we were basically the first version of it that came for the Chinese model. People imported it and started reviewing it. And then you realize there's limitations. Um, it's always this way whenever you have a new version. But Wear OS, I think, is always the best way. So I'm, I'm appreciative of the fact that it is um, getting a lot of positive review. Personally, I would say battery life could be a little bit better. That's my only thing. It's a solid day, but I find myself that whenever like I'm sitting there playing Call of Duty for some time, I end up taking off the watch and putting it there because it's anyways, it's not really tracking anything. Uh, there's no steps that are going to happen. So for me, that's what's going to go on. Uh, and I have to say, though, it is the fastest charging watch that I've ever seen. Like It seriously recharges very quickly, very, very nicely. Um, I paid my late fee. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag TKRB. Thank you very much, Matt, for the uh, for the super chat. No, no late fees needed at all, dude. No, I think having having you guys hanging out with us here and just chit chatting and and kicking it and and you know talking tech. 
Um, the stuff that Max and I got in chest and tech, thank you again for the, for the super chat. Uh, Max and I had an, a great time just going over some of those really cool new things coming up. And I think that for the most part, for both of us, uh, we both love the fold. He still has his gen one fold and you know, obviously it does last. Um, couldn't really get much of information out of him, uh, as much as I wanted to ask. And I felt like it was a kind of a weird conversation. Uh, TK wants to ask questions, but TK knows he can't get answers to, uh, but we'll have to see how that one goes. And, uh, Android 11 beta three works great. Yes, absolutely. I have it. Uh, speaking of which, if you guys are thinking about getting the pixel four, a, uh, the pixel four, a was recently added into the Android beta development program. So you're able to download beta three for the pixel four, a. Very short-lived time, obviously, since the full version will be coming out very soon. But just to be able to use it and see how the hardware works on the Snapdragon 730, absolutely great. Uh, and if you did not know, it has stereo speakers. I don't know why some people did not. Um, here, uh, we'll jump over. Oh, so reviews on Amazon India are complaining about high battery drain with the need to charge twice a day. So the first version the first so I'll, I'll start up by saying this when it first came out there was a lot of people that were having priority problem there is an update that got, did get pushed up so they need to make sure they're running the latest version it does have i think a little bit of an issue sometimes and i think for me it got solved when i reset it so it was working um and it, it, it recurred to me when i think um when i was making whenever i make calls on the phone so even though i'm not using the watch to make the calls or respond to the calls but for some reason, the watch was draining battery as if it was on the call. So as if I was using it to make a phone call, the battery was draining. So if you're checking the watch battery, you'll notice that it says watch or call time. Um, and I think that is the some of the concerns that they're dealing with it. And I think for me, all I did is I just disabled that function. Uh, battery life for me is a solid day, no problem. Uh, this morning, I started at around seven o'clock or six or seven o'clock. Uh, it's at 92%. So it started at 100% this morning. I woke up, sat down. So I was setting up the, the podcast this morning. I put it on the charger, got it to 100. It charged pretty quickly. Um, and I like the fact that I'm able to kind of top it off quickly because it's something that it's like, I'm trying, you know, I can char charge my S20 Ultra really fast with a 45 watt charger. I wanted that same experience for my watch, uh, which I hope, Again, uh, with OnePlus jumping on board with this, that we could potentially see some better updates. But I understand the watch issue, the battery issue. For me, it got fixed with the update, as well as a recent. Uh, and sorry, that was the answer to that one there. Uh, Pat Andrews is um, so. I want to know how does how does he afford all the tech that uh, that he's doing uh, while he's going to school? Um, he doesn't. Not everything he has is purchased. Just keep that in mind. So that's one thing to also understand that he does receive some devices for review, partially because he also works for XTA. So he has the XTA experience, the ability of getting some of those things. And he's getting a, uh, more and more uh, notoriety and recognition online. So a lot more companies are reaching out to him to send tech. He doesn't necessarily buy everything. Um, although on the fold, I do know he did purchase that one initially. and uh, But I think it was something to do with he was... I don't know how he worked out the financial part, but he was able to do it. Um, so, oh, speaking of which, thank you. Um, I wanted to do a video on the ROG Phone 2 repair. Um, for, first and foremost, I think we talked about it last time. The ROG Phone 2 is back to uh, back in back to the land of the living. Uh, I. I wanted to do a live stream on it, and I wanted to kind of put it put a show into it. The problem that I ended up facing is the. Um, the the setup of my office is not conducive for 
teardowns and repair. The problem I needed is I needed a heat gun and the heat gun needed a three prong connector that would have overloaded the circuitry. And I tried bringing it into the office and it turned off one of my power switches. So I had to basically set up my heat gun in another part of the house, which was running on a separate electrical wiring in the, in the US is, is amazing. Um, same house, but the way the wires are set, like if you have too many things on the same connector, it overloads it. So I needed enough light. I needed my entire light set up. And of course, the whole studio lit up and the heat gun. And that was making things bonked for me. Short answer, I ended up having to do the heat gun part, which would have required me to go into another room. And that wasn't set up. Um, and it ended up between the amount of times that it took me to basically stop. And my son was checking on me because he also was very interested to make sure that the phone comes back to life. Um, and dealing with a few things going on at the same time, it literally took me about three hours on and off to be able to get this thing back up and running. Um, so Greg, I, I wanted to do it. I, and I, I feel like if I do end up putting the video, I don't, I feel like it wouldn't be a lot of fun just watching me working it. But the, the, the best way to explain it is, um, it's definitely fun. It's a lot of, uh, how do we explain it? So, a lot of us deal with these things, obviously, right? We have broken displays and so on. And mostly the best way to fix it, a lot of us will go to a store, we'll pay $100, $150. And I can appreciate what people go through to be able to get things run done correctly. Um, after all of all said and done, it cost me about 160 bucks worth of hardware to be able to fix my ROG phone too. And it's so worth it. Um, and uh, I do need to end up going back into it a little bit because I realized there's a little bit of a hiccup after last after I posted that the, the phone works fine. The display is perfectly fine. Everything works great. Um, camera is non-working. Um, the UI is bonked. I'm not sure why. I'm hoping this has nothing to do with the hardware that I ended up because I, I had one small challenge when I was putting it back together. The front-facing camera connectors were a little bit finicky and I thought I got it incorrectly. Um, so I may end up having to open it up again. If I do, I'll maybe do a video of the how to fix, the, how to get how to get the camera working again on this. Uh, short answer is though, um, speakers work great. Headphone jack works great. Charging uh, fingerprint sensor works absolutely great. The display I got was actually nice. It's a hundred bucks uh, for the hard for the display and about a forty to fifty bucks when it comes down to basically all the accessories and all the other stuff that I needed to do to get it uh, working. So it, I. I, I want to say I wasn't ready to be able to, to do it. I wanted to do it, but I wish, yeah. So uh, Matt could definitely appreciate. Um, it is alive. It is working, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I can get the cameras to work again. I'm, I I have an idea, a really good idea, of where the, the concern is going on there. Um, plain, plain Android on a Pixel suck. Um, only snobby YouTube reviewers love pixels. Ah, oh, okay. Real world people buy Samsung. I don't want to. I don't want to be boring. Plain OS reviewers need to stop drinking the. <laughs> uh, you know what? This is the difference in life. If you think about the fact that if you prefer, if you personally prefer Samsung, then that's your personal preference. But there are other other people that prefer a, more of a stock experience. Now, I will say that everybody's taste is different because of it's based on their experiences. So we really can't say our opinion needs to judge everybody else. When we all, when you hear people say, you know, vanilla Android, vanilla Android or stock Android, they're referencing basically more of a stock ish experience. They may not be necessarily speaking, saying that Android or Google makes the best UI. We're saying basically we prefer it to be a little bit simple. We prefer to basically know that we're not getting 110 features into our operating system that we probably only use 10 of. So if you if we choose to basically make those statements, those are just things that are out there. I wouldn't necessarily make it sound like you know one camp is better than the other. Is again why people like iPhones and why people like Android. 
It's a personal choice. I would never want, I would never force a person to choose one over the other. I always prefer to let the tech make the decision for you. So I provide you with the, uh, with the facts and you as a consumer need to make the decision that best fits you. Um, how come you don't upload a live stream in 4K 60 HDR um, 20? Okay, it's not 2011 anymore. Uh, two things. Uh, the limitation of the quality of the video that you have here on uh, on the system, at least for this live stream, is uh, based on StreamYard. I'm not controlling the, the maximum resolution. The maximum resolution, I think, is 1080p, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they just recently went up to 1080p, and they were, for the longest time, running on 720p. 4K HDR does require a lot of bandwidth, and especially when you're trying to do a whole bunch of things going on at the same time. So I think it's once multi-StreamYard tools, like where StreamYard is posting my video to YouTube as well as posting it to, um, you know, basically Periscope, uh, it doesn't have the ability of basically giving that much bandwidth to it. So I'm hoping at some point that will happen, um, and we can always kind of jump over, uh, you know, to be able to enjoy content in 4K on our devices. Uh, although we want to keep in mind that 4K uh, 60 frames uh, with HDR support is very limit, much limited to TVs and displays on on computers. If you were able to get that big of a display, because not that many people have 4K displays on their phone. 1080p uh, at best, QHD if they're running a Samsung device. So I think the, the tech still needs a little bit of time to improve. But I understand what you mean there. Um, Sabaho Aditya, hey man, apologize. No, dude, I appreciate you coming in. I, I I do I am sorry for again with the show starting a little bit later today. And it's mostly because I again with uh with Max joining us today, uh we uh, we needed to basically start the show a little bit early. Um oh man. So yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys jumping in and thank you again. Thank you. Appreciate it coming in. Uh, and that's why the show is still kind of going on. I the first hour was with uh, Max and the second hour is just us hanging out and just kicking it again for Saturday morning. Um, I personally pr uh, uh, prefer the lightweight Android. Again, it's a personal preference. And I think, yeah, so with, with David's personal uh, you know, response there, um, not every OEM does it the same, right? I mean, OnePlus is known for them to be basically more of that more simplistic Android implementation. It is an Android skin on top of it, um, but by far a lot of people prefer it over Android stock because of the customizations that it offers. Um, although with Android 11, we may be able to see some new directions going on there. Um, <laughs> fight me. Yeah, you, me, David, later. No, uh, we'll, we'll take care of it. Um, and no, it, it's so, like I said, it, so uh, Matt Tyler's comment, obviously, you know, he loves it on his Pixel 4 XL. It's a personal choice. That the same way some people prefer Samsung because they like it, it's a personal choice. And the same way people like iOS, it's again, it always comes down to personal choice and it fits what you need. Um, I feel like it's once it stops serving what you need is that's when you start looking for things. And sometimes you just want to have more of, um, not necessarily like nest bloated, but like an operating system that just doesn't give you too much for the sake of giving you too much. Uh, and we do see that with different manufacturers. I'm not picking on, on Samsung specifically. I'm just referring to basically whenever you have an OEM, it's added on top of the, uh, the standard, right? So essentially, whatever they're providing you there is their take or their flavor of an, a UI element or an experience on their device. Um, Oppo is doing a lot better now with their ColorOS implementation. OnePlus is definitely really nice, but we're seeing a change there. Samsung learned from their TouchWiz years and they minimized heavily some of the, uh, the things that we used to see with the elements in, in TouchWiz and uh, now with One UI. So everybody's evolving. So there's no reason why we cannot get our, uh, our own flavor of tea and just enjoy it there. Uh, one UI makes a lot, lot of sense when you think about all the abilities that you're able to add. Yeah, no, it, it, it's... It depends on what you're using it. Absolutely. 
plus i just <laughs> i wish yeah no I, I i'm with you on the whole thing i i think bixby as as an assistant needs to kind of um uh, yeah Not, nothing against bixby i just personally i i don't I prefer using the assistant. Everything I like is connected to the assistant. That's why I like Android Waiter watches. They they always work much better with with the assistant there. Um, Matt's good. Uh, you know, then again, I use the ROG phone too. Uh, Pixel, the Black Shark Three Pro. Soon, um, I use all phones. Uh, and to be honest, are uh, you know, to be honest, uh, none of them are better or worse than the other. It doesn't really. Uh, it does what it needs to do and it just works. And I think that's what it is. At the end of the day, we want them to, to do what we want them to, to do and do them well. TK, you guys say you love the stock Android, but then um, you guys, oh, and ha, uh, when the features from One UI come to Android, like, uh, no, it's not that it's a bad decision. It's more about that we've realized and we've also appreciated the fact that Android learns from all the hard work that other companies do. Uh, we it is very well known that the dual screen option that we have now on all Android devices came because Samsung developed the technology. We know that it's there's no question about it. Samsung Knox was also put in there. There's a lot of improvements there. Um, the 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 concerns that we're referring to is the that you're talking about again a small number of the features that come within One UI or what Samsung is developing, but all the other things that are added into One UI are the things that I always feel like just maybe can we maybe minimize a little bit. Um, Samsung up to One UI 2.5 didn't give us the ability of using standard gestures if we wanted to use our own launcher, so even customizations things those are little things. But at the end of the day, you really need to you really should use what you feel is the most comfortable one and um if that is a samsung device let it be i use a samsung device i use a pixel device at the same time there's no ooh and i in here this is me saying that i like both systems um do i have a preference yes i do prefer it to be uh i would, I would prefer it to play well with my nova prime let's just say this i use nova prime as a, as a custom launcher on most of my devices and that's because i like to keep my experience consistent now, Nova does augment some of the UI elements within a Pixel device. So even if I'm running a stock device, it has some of those elements in there. But that's the beauty of what we can do with Android. We can change what we want. If I like to use a Samsung phone because of all of the things they add, but I still want to use my One UI, I want to be able to use my One UI with the gestures that are built into Android, not have to be forced to use a secondary method. You know, now has it's been fixed, but I think those are the things that you also, you also want to kind of keep in mind, that the experience changes when OEM inserts their flavors to it. Uh, uh, Greg, uh, I used to use pure Android uh, uh, for fanboy, but I grew into appreciate the LG audio uh, camera interfaces. Again, yes, no. Uh, LG does a great job when it comes to basically the uh, the software implementation to help their hardware. Um, you know, the camera interfaces with the V60, it's a, absolutely a powerhouse. And again, those are things that were added to Android. These are not native things that are built into the Android ecosystem or the AOSP code. Um, uh, do you use secure folder? I use it in, in the different variants that it comes in different uh, devices. Um, and I use it mostly because of uh, just, I want to make sure that if there are certain things that are kept for work. So I, I that's how I use it to kind of keep work and personal life. As you guys probably know, there's a day job that I normally do my normal work on. And those things, I like to keep them separate. So whenever I'm in a UI and I'm, let's say, going through a phone, I don't want to stumble accidentally into something that I don't want to show on camera. So I hope that that makes sense there. Um, I used LG for the longest time. Yes, no, definitely. Greg also loves it as well. Um, 
Terry Terry, Terry Cedar say even though uh, uh, many people don't like the visual uh, the virtual assistants like Bixby per se, I hope Samsung doesn't give up. Uh, more competition is always better. Um, I feel like more competition is always going to be better in any ecosystem. You're right. If there was only Camp Google Assistant, I feel like we wouldn't be able to push the technology from one side to the other. Um, and as I said, okay. <laughs> as we said the word Bixby, Samsung Pay just uh, notified me on my phone. Samsung is listening. Um, I, I feel like we definitely want more. I, I feel like the integration should be more of a selection than a forced option. So those are the only thing that I would say. Just let us pick what we want. Uh, we have the ability of picking up our own keyboard. We can pick our own uh, you know, wallpapers, customize everything. And at the end of the day, we need to have that option in there. Uh, but I also feel like Samsung needs to work a little bit better on the integration and the improvements over Bixby. We've seen Bixby evolve over the years, but it still hasn't reached the same level or close to what we see with the assistant as far as the integration, like with smart things. I feel like Bixby should be just king when it comes to smart things, but smart things works better with Google as far as the assistant because it integrates much better to Google Home. So I agree, uh, Terry. I, I hope that they don't give up on it uh, because actually I do know a few people that do like it. Um, if you're using a Galaxy watch, that's the only assistant you can get on this watch because it runs Tizen and that's the, the default one and you want it to work well. Um, oh, Marilyn is, um, I use Nova Prime on my Huawei Mate, X, uh, Mate 20X, uh, but uh, but I keep the One UI on my Samsung. So with One UI 2.5, I feel like they've done the work that I've wanted them to do. There's some new elements that they added in there that look great. One UI has basically, it's like leaps and bounds from what we used to see with TouchWiz back in the day. So the gestures to open notification, the customizable icons, the fonts, all of the things that we want to get out of a Samsung device are there. And there's, again, a personal choice. Uh, the reason why I love using Nova Prime is because I changed so many phones throughout the year. I don't want to keep getting different UI elements all the time. I'll give the stock UI about a couple of weeks within first usage to see how things are. Uh, but for the long time, for the longer uh, term, if I'm using a device for uh, for longer than just a review period, I tend to stick uh, Nova Prime because that's my configuration, my folder setup. Um, all the things that I normally like to use with it is, uh, for the most part, just set up exactly the way it is. And I transition it from one device to the other. Very easy, very simple. And it doesn't take any memory uh, relearning or retraining myself. Um, do you think that secure folders should come in Android by default? I feel like this is this should be something that it should be incorporated into the Android system uh, overall because of the, the the personal privacy, right? Just give us an ability of locking a specific folder. It's like uh, you know uh, creating a separate partition on your hardware on your computer, right? This should be pretty much very similar. It's just a secure environment, a VM environment that allows you to basically lock certain things in it, uh, either be it apps or uh, you know documents or pictures, or, you know anything like that that you want to be able to keep separate. Um, for me, Enterprise does that very, very, very well. Um, although Enterprise tends to take over an entire device, it doesn't run it as a dual device. And I think we've seen, um, if I'm not mistaken, mostly OEMs bringing that in. So like other companies that always add that in. So yeah, I would love to be able to see that more in there. Uh, some LG chill guy. <laughs> where is L where is one? I didn't, I, haven't, I didn't see him in the comments. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but DTA definitely loves it. Um, Oh, so we we went through that one as well. And David is says, uh, Bixby has entered the chat. <laughs> it's weird. Like I was sitting there doing nothing else other than talking. And I was reading the, uh, I was at Terry's comment just a few minutes ago and it popped up on my phone and it popped up on my watch. And it's like, okay, uh, yeah, no, we're not doing that today. No, thank you, Bixby. Did, did not, did not call you. 
but I don't really don't turn it on either. So I always make sure that it goes. And Google made their smart stuff API easier to work with. Absolutely. And I think it, it, that's why you, and when you go to Google inside, when you go to Amazon or you go to any website, um, the number, number two main APIs for automation are the uh, Amazon ecosystem. With, uh, with, obviously, I'm not going to say the name because otherwise it's a, that's, that thing is going to just go off. Uh, you get the, basically the Amazon Assistant and, of course, the uh, the uh, Google Assistant. Both of them are basically the number one and number two. There's no question as far as smart home technology. But internationally, I feel like uh, Google definitely has much better presence, and it's just the simplicity of how it works. Uh, and it's integrated into their watches and so on. And Amazon, I think, is picking up and getting very close. Uh, Bixby as a uh, as a as a system, even though Samsung has smart things, which is their own smart hardware, like the hub, the technology to be able to control certain things, uh, haven't really done a lot of it, uh, as far as to try to separate it and make it its own because it works so well with the uh, with the Google API. So like I have uh, smart things in the house, and I use them through my Google API, uh, my you know the assistant. That's my interface to them. Uh, I'm getting all these notifications, uh, and I just got a, <laughs> Aditya, uh, just like one of the uh, tweets that we put out. Thank you very much, Aditya. Um, so yeah, no, to me, it's it's always going to be one of those really nice things. And before I forget, guys, I, before I forget, I know I know I'm, I don't want to forget about it, but we need to do the inception thing real quick. Um, if you guys are ready, we're gonna go ahead and do it. Five, wait, three, two, one, go. <laughs> I gotta forget it's this way. Um, I didn't want to forget it. Uh, we'll do it one more time, bring it back in and we'll do one more time. And I learned today that I'm able to actually do this. Uh, hold on. Can I do this here? No, I can't. Oh, okay. So you can't do this. If I think if we do in split screen, nope, it does not work that way. Okay. Uh, with that being said, I will go ahead and remove the inception field here. Uh, I learned a cool thing this morning that we're able to switch people from one side to the other especially when you have people in the in the live chat so it's always appreciated um let's see what else we have here matt back in there uh the tkception yes yes no i had to make sure that uh <laughs> uh into the abyss that's how we lose each other guys um so it, you know it, it's been one of those weird I feel like an uh, interesting concept, right? So I, I think you guys probably saw the uh, the, uh, the tweet that uh, Juan Carlos put out yesterday. And I have to agree with the the way the information is controlled right now with the Surface, Surface, the Surface Duo. The Microsoft Surface Duo is uh, initial impressions of the hardware. And I think a lot of people didn't really tag it as that. Everybody just said initial impressions. And the reality, it was a hardware tour, really. Nobody was really showing software. Nobody actually could turn it on as part of their requirement. And there is still some work, at least from some of the videos that we've seen online. That's something to keep in mind. Uh, at least some some of those hands-on at Best Buy. Short answer, it's pre-production, pre-release software. I don't think this was the best idea for Samsung, uh, not Samsung, uh, the uh, the software itself to be shown, meaning uh, Best Buy should have waited till the device is available on the 13th to make it available for people to check out, uh, especially since the software isn't finalized. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, so hopefully we'll see some more. I I, I would have hoped that, you know, Juan Carlos and myself would have been able to check them out and at least be able to give you guys some impressions of it. Uh, but, you know, we'll have to wait. I think uh, I'm not sure, or I think I'm still on the fence about the Surface Duo. Um, hopefully Sam is still going to be on it because I'd love to have him on the show once once it does go live and, and be able to hang out with you guys and see how that goes. Um, 
uh, as far as for me, I'm probably going to go for the note for the Z Fold 2. So that's going to be my side. And I and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe uh, Juan Carlos, if he does pick it up, uh, maybe he and I can do a little bit like a challenge. We talked about that. Uh, we're also working on a, on a separate challenge already on the on the actual uh, in the life uh, in the planning for the near future for the stages. Uh, other than that, I think uh, this week was kind of a little bit light on my side. Uh, I tried a couple of videos for you guys. Uh, we did the Amazon live stream with the Note 20 Ultra. Um, we had a, a new accessory that just does really cool things for gaming. If you guys want to check out that video, that was the video that came out before this one. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things coming up as far as overall with, uh, you know, next week. So I think next week is mostly going to be, for me, I need to finish the Pixel 4a. I downloaded and then installed Android 11 Beta 3 on it uh, because I wanted to see how it ran on it. Obviously, I've been using the Pixel 3a with uh, the Android 11 Beta 3. And you know what? It runs a lot faster. It's, it's what I was expecting, obviously. Bigger display, the UI elements, the functionalities, all of them are there. Um, and I, I'm very excited to see what, what what's coming up in the near future with the official announcement. So I think Greg mentioned it earlier uh, on the 8th uh, of September is when the official announcement of Android 11 will be coming up. Um, yeah, TK Inception always. Um, and then uh, Gabor Ravaz is, uh, Huawei Mate 10 Pro uh, on my phone doesn't show any updates, but when I connect it to uh, my MateBook uh uh, oh, the the AMD fifteen, uh, the AMD fourteen. I get pop up for a One UI ten update. Um, so you're referring to basically the update to Android ten. Uh, so my question would be: Is uh, do you have a SIM card in that phone? Are you using it as a connected phone, or are you using it just as a Wi-Fi enabled phone? Because that does have a big difference in what um, uh, Huawei does when it pushes out updates, specifically for the region that you have. And the other thing I was going to ask is: Are you using the phone in the region it was intended for? Or did you import it? Um, what do you think of the wireless decks? I think wireless decks is like years overdue. Uh, I think Samsung for some reason decided, um, I, well, I take that back. It's not that it's a bad thing. I think wireless decks is absolutely fantastic. It works great. It's super easy, super simple to set up. Uh, you just initiate it. We now actually have a button for decks in the notification panel, uh, a toggle for it per se. And um, it works great. You need to have a smartphone that, or a, uh, sorry, a display that supports DLNA and it'll just mirror cast over to it and it works great. Um, it's 1080p 30 max as far as the resolution, but I think that's mostly what we get with everybody else. So I think they finally got to the point where they said, look, DEX is a, an integral element of our experience and you no longer need to have a special dock, a special cable. Uh, and it, it does actually work really nicely. I got the 2.5 update on my S20 Ultra and it works perfectly on that. So, And of course, works great on the other one as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I love it very much. Uh, ooh, across the podcast appearance uh, on the TK Saturday stream cr uh, crossover. Ooh, a double live stream. Can it be done? Can can we do that? Can we actually live stream from two shows at the same time? Like get a massive impact that way? We can we have to check it out. We have to check that out. Um, Team Pixel definitely. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate that always with the support. And yes, hashtag Team Pixel. Uh, always, always Team Pixel. Um absolutely one of the best devices of 2020. There's 
very little that it could be said about the experience that you're getting here, other than the fact that it is just at 350, you're getting a lot more than what you're paying for. Um, and it's a great piece of hardware. It's finally available everywhere now, which there was a shortage at one point. Um, and there's going to be a release very soon of a 5G variant, which I feel like won't do as well. I feel like people will go with a 4G LTE model for 350. Uh, and Greg, definitely very, very much a very big supporter of the channel. And uh, we talk all the time. Uh, my SIM card is in the Mate 10. Oh, is in the Note 10 Plus CK. So, okay. So here's the, the here's the concern. Um, this is based on my experience over the years with Huawei devices and updates. Uh, typically, Huawei devices need to have a SIM card, an active SIM card on the phone for it to activate an update. That's first. Second, it's actually region locked, which is surprising. So I've in the past, whenever I've had, like I've had most of my Huawei devices are generally European models, specifically UK or German models. So I've traveled to to uh, to London and stuff like that. And then the moment I land in the airport, the update pushes. So there's that factor as well. If putting a SIM card in there and giving it about a day still doesn't push the update to Android 10 for you, there are options online. There's the Huawei update app. That's I think uh, I forget the um, the name of it. If, so, if you guys have that in the comments, please let me remind me of it. There's an app that actually pushes or downloads the uh, the update ROM that you're able to flash manually into your device using the recovery. And that could be the way for you to get, be able to get Android 10 if it's available for your model. So you're saying you see it, but it doesn't download. This should be a way to get it working for you. So I'll see if I, I can find that one. Um, I got the EMUI 10 on the P, uh, P20 Pro uh, maybe two months ago, and I don't think the Mate 10 is getting the 10 at all. So that's why I'm saying um, uh, you know, it depends on if your device is actually getting it or not. You have to double check and see if it is available. Uh, the app that I'm referring to, I think, is the Huawei Update app, uh, does actually pick up the model number, and it'll tell you if the ROM is available. Um, sorry, here, I'll jump back. Sounds good to live two live streams at the same time. Absolutely, double double streaming it at the same time. There, uh, yeah. And then, um, oh, I got it. Uh, just I didn't update it yet because I wanted to record the procedures on my main channel. Oh, okay, makes sense, mixer. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I still have to wait for another month and a half uh, for the Pixel 4a release here in the UK. Um, I, so I'm seeing more people starting to receive them, but yeah, uh, it's. It's hard. It, I don't know that this is a very long staged uh, release. My hope, though, is that maybe by the time you get the 4A, uh, Matt, is that the all the other models are going to be available at the same time. So maybe that can could be something that we can definitely look into there. Um, it, uh, oh, it's available here. It, it, uh, it's available here as well. We usually get the Pixel phones super late, uh, but I found that the 4A in uh, our third-party stores for an equivalent to about $400. So they're importing it, which is okay. That's interesting. Um, so some people are importing. There's about a $50 difference between the two, which is if you consider the, the, the way it is. Um, Aditya, is it uh, a European model, though, or is it an import? Do you, uh, is, it, is it showing up as the original, uh, the European model for you? So does it have with the, come with a two-prong connector for the charger, or do they even mention that? Um, try high suite. Uh, it can update the EMUI. So, uh, Gabor, yes. So that's the default software from Huawei. Uh, if it is available from Huawei directly, that could also push the update for you. Uh, using the Pixel, uh, not necessarily. Uh, it's actually like uh, eating. Uh, I, I would probably say this if if you're. If your main main reason for commenting on the video to bag on pure Android, nobody's saying that pure Android is better than Samsung. 
is just a personal preference. So I would leave it at that, but I would not proceed anymore by trying to meet it. It's not a competition. It was never a competition because if it was a competition, uh, then the conversation would be very different at that point. Um, okay. Uh, can you get Android 10? Can you get Android 10 custom ROM if your phone is at, yes, that's true. Greg, Greg actually has a very good uh, option here. If your device has an unlocked bootloader, so that's the one thing with Huawei devices is that I think the locking the bootloader or unlocking them was a little bit of a process. If you have an unlocked bootloader on your device, you could potentially get a custom, uh, an Android 10 custom ROM of that over on XTA. Uh, so make sure that you see, uh, if you want to be able to research it, look for your device and type in the name. So in, in Google, just type in your device's name and say XTA. It generally will bring up the form for it, and then you can see what's available for what you have on your device. Uh, but I do want to recommend you also understanding and maybe researching a little bit what a bootloader is, because if it is locked, the only thing you can install is official ROMs from Huawei, definitely. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, the HH. 4560. I, I really don't understand your your drive at this point. I I understand what your goal is, but you're you're it's almost like you're steering the conversation in a direction that I, I don't think is beneficial. But yes, I, I, I do understand your preference. You like Samsung. We got it. Uh please start trying. Yes, no, definitely. I uh Matt, yeah, thank you. Because this is not that kind of conversation, you know, if you, this is open conversation to discuss things. It's not about one person forcing somebody to do something else. Um, oh, uh, so Gabor is mentioning here that there's a waiting list for the Pixel 4a. You should get it in the, uh, within two weeks, Matt. So uh, that's actually a good option, Matt, if you want to double check that, uh, see if there's that, there's a way to get it in earlier for you as well. Um, and he, oh yeah, so Matt definitely, yeah, so you saw that one as well. Uh, I have a global unlocked model. Might tweet you uh, some pictures. I appreciate. It. Yeah, no, uh, it's exactly. It's uh, the Pixel is just stunning. The pictures that come out of there with the with the camera algorithms that we get from Google are always great, and I appreciate that. It's always always great uh, there from what we get there. If you do, I'll see them on my Twitter. <laughs> It's it's one of those things you always have to appreciate, right? You know, Twitter is such an open platform, but yeah, no, I, I tried I try to share as much as I can on Twitter and on Instagram and especially with tech. And I think uh as you guys all know with with the whole with the RG phone too, I was very I was very shocked on how how it broke. That was the biggest I would say if there's nothing else to say, that was just the way it broke. Um but for me, I think overall the experience right now, the ability of being able to bring it back to life, I think is always great. It's a great gaming phone. There's just um, a lot of the updates that we saw with the ROG Phone 3 are great. And I feel like, you know, they did improve certain things that I feel like if you're getting into the ecosystem, it's great. But if you're going in from, let's say, if you already had the ROG Phone 2, I feel like you, there's not much really for it to go. Um, and in, in my mind at the time also, I didn't really couldn't justify, uh, you know, paying three, you know, $700 or whatever, because I can't sell this one anymore, by the way. Uh, but the fact that I opened it and I fixed it myself makes this that this is this device will stay with me till it literally stops working or I stop wanting to fix it. Uh, so for me, it, it came back, works great. All my safe data is in there. Nothing got lost. I didn't magically break the motherboard or the daughterboard in there. Um, 
it's very nice. It's very interesting. And, a lot, and the really good thing that I appreciated also is the fact that I didn't have to remove the battery. Um, I think I originally watched Jerry or Zach's Jerry Rick Everything's video, and he tends to remove everything. And uh, it's not a great video for disassembly. So that's one thing I want to say. It, it's great for if you want to get to what he's trying to do. But for disassembly and reassembly, um, I felt like what I needed to do was just basically fix the display and you do need to open the device. Uh, you cannot fix the display by just going to the front because there's the ribbon that's connected inside directly into the board and the amount of heat that you generally apply to the device because you heat up the phone so much, you don't want to have the motherboard or the daughterboard exposed to that, that much heat. You don't want to fry any of the circuitry. Uh, so always, always uh, definitely one of those things you want to put in there. Um, Oh, so Matt's, um, so I recently got the LG G7 uh, for that DAG to use uh, for the show. Uh, it's on Android 9.0 and I read it should have Android 10 already. Latest software used, uh, it says that uh, there's an update in OTA via the LG uh, bridge. Any idea? Um, hold on. Latest software used it uh, says, oh, um, I, I'm, I'm wondering if it's, so there is an Android 10 update for the LG G7. I think I, I remember seeing it. Um, the only thing I'll probably say is I'd have to double check and see what we have on XDA as far as if they, if anybody has a, a mirror version of it, then you're able to just flash it via the uh, either via ADB or even just having it flashed over in the recovery. Because sometimes you're able to actually update using local files like you know OnePlus does those. Um, I'll have to check that out. I've never had to force update an LG before. Uh, Greg, I don't know if you've used if you've had to do that before. Um, let me know. Uh, Ali, uh, oh, uh, Ali Al-Kasabi, -Al Al-Kasabi, yeah, Al-Kasabi, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, um, uh, I'll have to, I will have to double check that, so the G7 is still running the Android 9, I'll double check that, exactly, we're talking about, uh, with each other, and yeah, absolutely, Greg is exactly the same, we respect every operating system, be it, you know, OEM's version, be it LG, be it Samsung, uh, even iPhone, we've had long conversations on iPhones here when we talked about the iPhone SE. So it's not a, uh, always, always, uh, you know, it's always open for everybody to talk. So I appreciate that. <laughs> All the TK, yeah, no, dude, guys, you know how it is. TKVI messed up. Um, it's a 3A. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Cause I was thinking like, wondering how did they bring it in for so long? But the 3A is for 400, which is what it sells for. Um, and we have it here being been sold here slightly uh, under 400, which is actually roughly what you can get it if if you're able to get it in the U.S. It's no longer sold officially on Google's side, but I think you can still find it on Amazon uh, for us here. Uh, oh, Al Kasbi, Al Kasbi. Okay, Ali Al Kasbi, Alan, Al Kasib. Oh no. No, it is El Cuspi. Cuspi. Sorry. Uh, yes. Not Kasabi. Cuspi. Yes. In English, it translates a little bit different because you can capital L next to the A. So it means Sabi. I don't videos went out and came back again. No, no, we're still there. Let's see here. We're class. He can't tell the difference between the four. So okay, and each and Matt, we gotta we gotta get you guys into a room and get you guys to patch it out. Maybe a podcast. Um, um, I usually uh, okay. I usually nod. The LG G6 through T-Mobile didn't get any. Yeah, no. Sadly, when LG through carrier is 
very rarely like the v60 got one update maybe two at the most and that's been it since since we've had it and the velvet i think i haven't i haven't seen the t-mobile variant but at least on the at&t uh only maybe one update um hello tk um excited for the xperia 5 so i saw the rib okay so let's let's talk a little bit of xperia before we go before we end it because i know we're getting close to the two hour mark um yes 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 and yes sony's Okay, so the Xperia 5 always always ended up being... So last year's Xperia 5 uh, Mark One was a, for, for all intents and purposes, a smaller version of the Xperia 1 Mark, uh, the Xperia uh, 1. Uh, and what you essentially, you didn't get the 4K display, you get a 60, 1080p, 60 uh, panel, you get the same camera sensors, just different things in, in that sense. But for the most part, similar experience. What we see or what we're seeing with the leaks, and I'm hoping that are real, uh, is that the Xperia 5 II, the Xperia 5 Mark II, is going to come with a QH with the 1080p 120 frames per second refresh rate display. If that is true, that is a very big game-changing uh, experience because that's not only an indication of what's going to happen next year, but also it entices us to actually want to get the Xperia 5 uh, because of the fact that it, what it offers, a smaller form factor, which always ends up being something. I'm not saying this is massive, but it definitely is a very long, more like a closer to like a remote control kind of thing. Uh, all the benefits that we get here with the higher refresh rate, if we're able to get it there, we do have a somewhat of a, an odd, odd I would say like an, a, a refresh rate, odd, um, I would say ups, upscaling implemented here, but it's not really is, it's not really 90 Hertz. So 120 on an Xperia would definitely be a big, big changer here. If we are able to see something like that, very excited. Uh, is anyone else losing the stream? Yes. Uh, no, I think I came back. It, it went and came back for a second. My G7 is a European model, and it is running Android 10. So yes, the which model do you have, Matt? I don't know if you mentioned that one. Oh, maybe maybe my internet provider is telling me to say, telling us it's the time. It's time for us to kind of uh, take take. Uh, maybe it's trying to TK is <laughs> frozen. Uh, let me see here. Let me jump over on the chat. See if I actually. If the lag is not there anymore, because if it is, I'm I that sucks. It it happens every once in a while, and I I try actually. And I'm gonna go ahead and jump off the Wi-Fi because I don't want to jump on the Wi-Fi here. Here we are. Let's open it, and of course, do I want to pat time my pat time commercials all over the place? I I love supporting uh, the channel. Uh, TK is frozen. Let's see here. And, oh no, we we are back. We are back. Let me see here. Okay, can we can we see? Is it? Yeah, no, I think we're looking good. We're looking good. Okay, um, I wasn't sure if it was uh, if it was back or not because it, it, it there's a delay in the in the way the Streamyard does things. So things for me sometimes are, um, are are a little bit behind when I see you guys. So I always look for the comment. Uh, the five mark two, yes, uh, I I'm looking forward to that definitely, uh, and I, I can't wait. Um, well, I mean, it, we knew that the Fox, the the five was going to have a successor since we saw the successor of the Mark One, right? So the main thing that we were looking for was um, what could they do to improve the Mark Two? And obviously, since they use a 1080p panel, they're able to go to a higher refresh rate uh, easier than it is on a 4K panel. So there's always the limitation because a lot of people wanted to have higher refresh rate than 60, but they forget that this is a 4K panel, not a 1080p, not a QHD panel. And the best that we've been able to see on the market right now is a QHD at 120 a Q, uh, and, a, and a 1080 at 144. So those are the limitations. But again, 4K 60 is amazing. 1080 120 on a on the Xperia 5 would definitely make it a much uh, a big win for especially for Xperia fans as well. Especially if they bring in the camera system as well as the camera apps over from the Xperia 1 Mark II. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, 
egg. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, Greg. Uh, the G7 will probably serve uh, serve me well for another year or so. Uh, the V60 and the uh, and the Mark Five. Oh, the Mark, the Xperia Five Mark II uh, are definitely tempting upgrades. I think the Xperia Five always brings in the uh, the lower price point, the smaller form factor, and it seems like a few unique features. But if nothing else, it's the camera system. If you're able to get the camera system that you get on the Xperia One Mark II here, because that's the biggest difference that was at least from last year was the display and the battery size and the physical size. But when it came to the uh, usability and the UI, everything else was pretty much the same. Even the fingerprint sensor was definitely better. So we'll look forward to seeing how that one comes out. Right now, I've seen rumors. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of rumors on the Xperia, 1, uh, Xperia 5 Mark II. I okay now we're back. I think my internet provider is telling me that things are go things are yeah, I don't know how to say this right. Okay, so with that being said, I am going to take the big clue because I have a feeling this is a, a sign. This has happened like twice and they're happening more often. Um I will say this. Very excited about the duo. I've seen a lot of good things coming up about it and I'm hopefully we'll be able to see obviously some improvements. I am going to try to go to Best Buy and get my hands on it and just to see how it feels. And I'll let you guys know and maybe post some pictures from there. Um, overall, the Fold 2, I think, is that it's a very much a yes for me. I'm more than likely going to be selling the Note 20 Ultra as well as... Well, actually, not the Note 20. Note 20 was never really mine. Uh, it was always going to be my wife. I just... I, I, I told her, I said, please let me play with it for about a week before I get, you know try, upgrade you there. Um, so that was my thing for her. So she likes to, to use the, the Note line a lot more than I do. Um, the Note 20 Ultra is a great phone and has a lot of good opportunities for me to be able to use it, but I think it'll be a great phone. Um, I think it'll serve better for me to be on the on the on the on the uh, Z Fold 2, mostly because of I, I feel like it's it's answering a lot of the things that I have wanted from it, and with the potential option of being able to get a 120 QHD and 120 hertz at the same time on a big display and a front facing, there's a whole bunch of things. Like we'll 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 definitely keep it there. Uh, Joe, you know what? Let's do. We'll do one more time Inception, and we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll see if we can uh, we'll make that into it, uh, like the end part of it. So here, uh, oh, I froze again. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> if if there is an indicator of what needs to happen, I think it's it's the system telling me that I need to. Uh, no tanks. Let's see here. Can we get it? I yeah, it seems like I think it's it's overall it's it's uh, it's getting to that time. But let's go ahead and do it. We'll do the inception one more time. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and unfreeze this one, <laughs> and then we'll do here share screen and now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I realized that it came back, uh, and we'll do here. We'll throw, we'll throw this one because I think my wife will appreciate it. TK is hashtag uh, awesome husband. Appreciate that always, always. Uh, it's it is. I I feel like I've I've stressed the limits of my provider here uh, with the amount of live streams that I've done because I did a live stream yesterday and I did a live stream on Thursday and obviously this is the third live stream so they're they're keeping. I'm not going to say they're keeping tabs. I'm just saying that they're like, hey, this guy's sucking up a lot of internet. Uh, we need to breathe, guys. Um, 
oh definitely i appreciate it guys always always appreciate it i appreciate you know um you know uh greg matt obviously as always uh joey david um and of course uh greg as always aditya um, ali ahlan wa sahlan, of course um and actually just real quick i think i just saw a comment from you ali is uh is the galaxy z fold 2 will be compared to the surface duo or is it another category um simple answer very different category than the rest of the foldables. Um, the fold is actually one display that folds, where the, uh, the the duo is literally two displays that really are trying to mimic more Windows-based experiences on a device on a smartphone, and it's intended to be used only in that form. So there's no external display. So I wouldn't really necessarily compare the two, but I would say definitely they have a lot of similarities in the sense that they are giving us more real estate to work with. Um, but yeah, guys, no, I appreciate that. So with that being said. Um, and without, you know, uh, I would say uh, making it too much longer for everybody else, I, uh, I want to say thank you very much for hanging out, checking out the live stream. Uh, Matt and Sam, I think I'm pretty sure you guys are back to your normal hours for tomorrow for across the podcast. Uh, so I'll definitely get a chance to drop that into it tomorrow. Oh, Chris. Oh, here. Okay, so here's a quick thing. I just I just saw the comment. So tomorrow on the show, it's going to be Chris for uh, from Techspert. Uh, he's going to be on the show, and I'll definitely be jumping in and chatting with you guys, of course. Uh, always appreciate it. I always appreciate everybody hanging out. David, of course, hanging out with me a couple of times this week, and of course, chatting with me. Uh, the best way to find me is on Instagram, but I am mostly active on Twitter, tkdsl 865 as you guys know, always, or TK Bay here over on YouTube. Uh, with that being said, hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying cool if you're in a place where it's hot, as it is here in Southern California. Uh, and of course, uh, hope you're staying dry, depending on, as we're starting to actually get into the fall, surprisingly. Uh, but again, with that being said, stay safe. Thank you very much for the support. I'll see you guys very, very soon. And look forward to the Pixel 4a video review that's going to be coming up hopefully by Monday morning. Take care.